Hello and welcome to this episode of There Be Dragons. I am your Dungeon Master, Matthew. Let's go around the table, introduce the players and the characters that they play. To my right is... Angela, and I am playing Abella. Karen, and I play your unfriendly neighbourhood shanking victim, Ryland Westfall. I have a gimmick now, guys. <laughs> I am Josh Walker, and I play Scan Felspar. I'm Sleepy Tristan, and I play... Not sleepy Charlie Roughhouse. Wake up, Tristan. Everybody's dancing. I'm Tom, your audio wizard, and bard, Nezor Valgulis. Well that, said. That would be... I think the dictionary definition <laughs> of a bard is an audio wizard. So, yeah. yes. Okay, so, where we left the party last, you were standing in the uh, courtyard of the Nine Widows Inn with your new friend and kind of shitty wizard, Madrigal. He had made you an offer to take you to the bank to get your gold bar flipped and had asked for some backup, uh, some moral support, perhaps, in this endeavour. Um, well, I'm going to pipe up and say, look, I don't want to put a pipe to your plans, but let's just say someone told me I would do well to keep my head low and get out of here as soon as possible. So possibly marching into a bank with an axe over one shoulder might not be the best idea. Then let's do four. I'm assuming that, that you depart post-haste. And I go upstairs and make myself a fresh pot of tea. You progress a pace to the bank, which is situated in the Coinage District, which isn't too far away from where Madrigal lives. You are taken past the Civic Gardens, which are quite beautiful, and have guards posted everywhere. You notice that there are several elves in plain clothes leaning against walls and having conversations, but they're doing that thing where they're clearly like having a conversation, but their attention is not on the conversation, and they're scoping out the street. We've had this experience before in this city. I'll we... sort of keep my eye on them, but if, say, once we move by, like, Charlie will sort of look at, like, you know, use reflective surfaces to sort of keep an eye on them and stuff. So if, like, yep. once we move by, conversations break off and they start moving with us. No, they're not doing that, but they definitely notice you passing. Yeah, that's fine. As long they as are looking at you, for the most part. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's fine. Just so long as, like, if they start following or moving with us, I'll... I don't know whether it's a threat. Uh, roll me an insight check. Uh, so that's a 15. Charlie is obviously middle class, but he probably would have spent time at the docks. He spent a lot of time in the docks, but then he also spent a lot of time sort of in the upper... Yeah. Class areas where he would be allowed, like because you know he's still middle classes, places he's yeah just not to be, but he yeah he was in the docks. Yes, they're called private property. <laughs> well, no, no, but you know, sort of like very elite areas, yeah. like oh, you don't go into the Queen's Gardens unless you're of this lineage yeah. or if you're invited. So Charlie would never go into the Queen's Gardens unless yeah invited. But yeah. Yeah, he spent a lot of time in the docks. Because you never had anything to do with the, under, people on the, the criminal. Yeah, people on the corner, slinging rocks. Well, it's basically, it's a presence. Yeah, it's a presence, it's marking the place. There is a lot more people on the street than, than when you came here earlier. Can I insight as to why it might be busier? Because presumably I get that it's busier. Yeah, 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 you can insight if you want. Go for it. Yeah. Uh, nope. Twelve. It's possibly happy hour. It's getting close to okay. beer o'clock. That seems to be the... There's a lot of, like, 
conversant groups that are going from one place to another. Okay. Are you going to tell the rest of the party about... Oh, uh, no. No, no, there's no point alerting them if there's no danger. Sure. <clears throat> to get to the bank, you have to kind of go through the civic gardens. Yeah. There, there is like a three-sided square almost where the, the garden is effectively... So a triangle? Three-sided square. No, I mean three-sided... Three sides as in there are buildings on three sides. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, there is. there are buildings on... Three-sided circle. <laughs> yes. Mind... <laughs> Look, geometry Outside, works differently. The, in, the top and the bottom. <laughs> uh, Charlie, you're immediately struck by the architecture. This is very similar to like... There's bits of it falling off? No, I mean, it's well kept, but it's definitely it's old. Uh, okay, yeah, I get it. Disadvantage, no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> terrible. No, um... You didn't even get it. It kind of meant that good. <laughs> no, I did after the fact, and I, yeah. I hate it. <laughs> Um, no, you're struck by the, the architecture. It's old, but it's very reminiscent of, like, the naval offices. Yep. Like, very stark, tall building. It's about four stories, pointed, like, steepling on, like, the corners. You wouldn't think it's a bank, just from the look at it. It's very different to the sort of places you've seen in, in yeah. Erhart. Nezel, you immediately notice that this is, this is very Valenic-style mm. architecture. Scan, this is probably one of the most intimidating buildings you've ever seen. And, Abella, I don't know... If you necessarily, you kind of get a bit of all of that, but this doesn't seem, this is nowhere near as structurally uh, beautiful. It's very, um, it looks like a, it feels like a lockbox, like a really look expensive. It doesn't look expensive, but it looks like well crafted, would okay. be the way you would describe it. And you, uh, there is a, there is like a wooden double door at the front that have these, these guards that are clearly not supposed to appear like guards, but they scream guard. Very much our guards, yeah. Yeah. They're not that, overly armed. Um, roll a perception check. Hey, 23. Um, they are armed with, like, koshes. They're dressed in black. It's a uniform, but you're not... It's a very odd-looking kind of thing. It's, it's almost like smart battle wear, like a black tie combat. <laughs> <laughs> sure. There's a there's a party dress code. Black uh, tie battle formal. Yeah. They don't stop you from going in, and Madrigal pushes open the doors, and inside is an extremely ornate, yet very sparse room, and a wooden circular desk sit in the middle. And between you and the desk, there is a small fountain that has what looks like a bird taking flight, like a swan, and it's obviously got water coming out of the front of it. Uh, there is green carpet. The walls have got, like, beautiful wooden panelling, and there is a halfling sitting on, like, what looks like a booster seat behind this circular desk, and there are three doors behind him, but no one else in the room. Madrigal walks up and exchanges words with him. Madrigal approaches the halfling and says in a surreptitious voice, uh, I was just hoping to have another conversation with Miles. I was just following up on some stuff for him. And the clerk just looks at him very sceptically for a full three seconds before standing up and gesturing him to follow. Which brings you into another wide room that looks a bit like a stenography pool. There are a lot of halflings in this building running around uh, with paperwork. And you can see, actually, that there is there is damage here. Huh? It looks like something pushed up from the ground underneath the back left corner. Uh, there are a couple of desks that are on their side, and uh, that whole area seems to have been given like a courtesy fence off that just, you know, don't go here. You can see torn carpet, the flagstones have been pushed up, and there, there's probably about 50 odd clerks running around um, <coughs> doing various different pieces of... Uh, clerks? Clerks, oh. sorry. 
<laughs> Pronunciation. Clark Kent in his glasses. <laughs> yeah. I'll be honest, that's what I visualised. Is there a dragon in a vault? Is there any way of determining what the fuck happened in the back corner? I can't check. Uh, yeah, if you want. That's a 15 plus. That's a 19. Yeah, you're pretty certain that that is magical. And Scan, you're picking it up too, although I think it's a little bit harder for you to tell, obviously, given your condition. You're getting like a very faint, like, prickling of the skin just from this area alone, and you've only entered the room. Mm-hmm. You suspect that this is the result of some kind of stone shaping magic. An attempt to, does it read as an attempt to break into the bank? It reads more like battle damage. So from our knowledge of the geography of the building, would they, that wall be the outside? No, this would probably be the centre of the building. So, so how did battle damage happen? Mm. So you basically go to the, the, the rear of the building, I led through a side door, there is a spiral staircase that goes up, and you're brought into a sitting room. And Madrigal looks to you and goes, so, um, Miles is the bank manager here. He'll probably have us sit here for a couple of minutes before he sees us. Let me do the talking. And as he's sort of saying this, like, let me handle this, I'll do the talking, the door opens and a human, you're a human architect because he's carrying tools, comes out saying, don't you worry, uh, Mr. Goldtooth, we'll have that uh, all buffed out for you, no worries. And he shakes the halfling's hand. Uh, Miles is very plainly dressed. He looks like uh, what, uh, like an almost like a 1930s editor would look like. He's got like the oh, sure. like the white shirt with the um, suspenders on, rolled up sleeves, cigar on the side of. Yeah, the... demanding pictures of Spider-Man, that yeah. sort of yeah. thing. <laughs> very much the man yeah. I was imagining. It. Yeah, great <laughs> uh, mental image. Yeah, um, but, but half the height. Yeah, half the height. Uh, Miles looks at Madrigal and then the rest of you and goes. Well, you're all here to uh, see me, I suppose. Magical, you can wait out here. <laughs> oh, burn! <laughs> Magical sort of deflates and <laughs> takes a seat and looks at the ground. <clears throat> and he goes, well, so, uh, I don't have all day. Let's speak in my office. Sure. Charlie will sort of pat Magical's shoulder and go, chin up, old bean. <laughs> he sort of does I... like the, the shake of like, yeah, thanks. But <laughs> I'm, I'm <not laughs> that makes there. me feel so much better. <laughs> Don't worry, we'll do all the talking. (laughs) (laughs) Miles uncorks a carafe of something and is starting to pour small tots for everyone. So, uh, you are the people who own the ingot, I take it? Yeah. Very good. What do you know about these ingots? Not a huge amount. Came into my possession as uh, a part of a bad deal. I see, I see. Well, this bodes well, then. You see... This ingot that you brought to uh, have exchange for currency is, shall we say, highly illegal. Oh my god, I'm shocked. <laughs> Not stunned. <laughs> and normally this institution would never have anything to do with something so craft. Of course not. But I was intrigued. You see, there's not many people who would get unmarked ingots as a form of payment. Mm-hmm. which speaks to your inherent abilities. You may have noticed a little bit of damage in the foyer. A little bit? <laughs> no? What are you talking about? Uh, the <laughs> large eruption we are, we are oh, like, yeah. suffering from. I was Robbery? going to ask about that. <laughs> I thought it was impolite. Hmm. Well, your manners are noted. <laughs> I would like to put a little proposition before you. I require... A stalwart group of adventurers 
to, uh, to take up a little problem that uh, the Bank of Ratu is so far unable to deal with on its own terms. Uh, before you go further, there are certain people we can't cross, but certain people we'd be happy to cross. So just like have that information on mind when you continue. Also, there is a time limit here. This, uh, is, this is fine. What I say speaks in absolute confidence. Of course. A day or so ago, we were experiencing some issues with the vault. The security system is misbehaving. I'm going to assume that that is a literal misbehavior, as in the being that is your security system is a misbehaving? Beings. Ah, good. (laughs) So we require some people to go downstairs and liquidate them. Oh, li- liquid day? Liquid is he, is he trying to make a financial pun there? Liquify? I think, I think you can pretty much gather, even though Rylan is in the room. That I need you to liquidate some assets. Yeah. <laughs> Skins mine went a different place and assumed they were made of water. Uh, <laughs> or if they weren't, wants them to be. Um, <clears throat> what manner, I suppose, would be the next question, what manner of assets... It's really hard to not do a lisp because what I do is almost a lisp. <clears throat> what manner of assets are we talking about? Well, there are, of course, the traditional mechanical traps and, and other precautions. But there are also guardian spirits that have been very, very upset as of late. We're not quite certain why. When did this start? About a day ago. Yeah. Are they the sort you can ask why they're upset? Well, we sent some people down there. They never returned. Classic. Have they been liquidated? Uh, well, <laughs> the stains would imply so, yes. So when you say guardian spirits, what, 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 let's not beat around the bush here. What are, what are they? They're spirits. Okay. Um, no, you don't know any more than that. They are ghosts. I'm not a magician. Okay, sure. But like ghosts, that's what we're talking about? Uh, closer to, uh, race, perhaps. Oh, okay. So. <laughs> Sorry, spirit is a very broad term. Um, I feel like banshees, perhaps. Banshees. I feel now like we're we brought someone with us who might have some expertise. No, you see, he's partially to blame, I believe. Magical took a rather extensive loan out with us uh, some years ago, and part of the deal was that he would also supply some magical services uh, with, to do with some refurbishing of the vault's security systems. Unfortunately, he's been negligent on his payments and we've had to uh, seize his familiar. And he walks to his desk and opens like a small cabinet on the bottom half and withdraws a cage and puts the cage on the um, table. And you see in this cage uh, a small box that's about the size of an index finger. Ah! 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 Matt, you just made the mistake of describing something as very, very cute. Ah! That is the noise they make. <laughs> is, this the, is this the noise that Abella is making? You know what? I'm going to go ahead and say yes. <laughs> uh, it's so cute. She's almost paralyzed. Yes. <laughs> and Scan looks at Hrosh and goes, no. Uh, actually, Scan, you know what this is. Yeah. This is a finger fox from the north. They're, they're sort of like snow fennex almost. Cool. Um, very, very <laughs> but it's a magical one. Uh, they're, they, yeah, they're very magical. Um, but Romy, no familiars are... This familiar is actually... It is an animal with magical properties. Oh, right. Roll me an uh, intelligence check. With advantage, because you're from the north. Look, that's not bad. History or... Um, 
Nature or...? Nature will work. Uh, history will also work. Or you can do a flight intelligence. They're, they're all the same. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was a... The first roll was way better. Um, 15. Okay. Um, yeah, the Illic word for this creature still translates the same. It's roughly called a finger fox. Literal. Is pretty literal one? in that. What you know from stories oh, is... Oh, a, con- a confernal. This creature... It is latently magical. Uh-huh. They also live in small colonies in very secluded places. They mostly eat insects, but they are also very fond of basically drinking liquor. Like you could almost keep them alive purely on like spirits. I like this guy already. <laughs> it's a Finger tiny fox, fox that yeah. lives off alcohol. That's great. Amazing. Uh, and he goes, um, so given the situation, I'm unwilling to hire any of the local people that I would. Uh, otherwise consider, simply because we can't afford to have the uh, bank's reputation fall into ill repute. <laughs> so you can't afford to let any of the local vagabonds know that the bank's vault is not 100% secure, right? Now. Precisely. <laughs> so, here's the, uh, here's the deal I'm willing to offer you. Since Madrigal has not been so forthcoming to me with information that would have made this entire transaction so much simpler, I'm going to cut him out of the... Uh, Windfall he would experience that would also incidentally allow him to clear his debts and instead pay him with his familiar. I'm willing to give you his share. Sure. Uh... I think we should talk about... Well, payment. Yes. <laughs> well, That's I, what I was going to I say. I just laid out the terms. I will flip this ingot for you. At the rate that we would normally do business, I'm going to cut Madrigal out of that. You will get his share, and um, I'll give him his damn fox. Sounds reasonable to me. Um, brilliant. Then, uh, he, he, uh, but he does look at Charlie and say, this is all good with you? I mean... Don't want to go jumping the gun on this. No, no, I'm just... I'm just a little... Um, uh, well, actually, no, I'm not surprised that a bank wouldn't let somebody rest even after they died. Um, are you <laughs> able to turn off the mechanical traps? Oh, yes, absolutely. Will you? Forrest's <laughs> <laughs> his brow, looks at and goes, Of course I would. <laughs> oh, wonderful. <laughs> no, I've just dealt with many people in this town and I just wanted to make well, sure. Not even just this town, actually. <laughs> in our line of work, more often than not, he's like, yes, of course we can. Are you going to? Good second question. Yeah, no, good second question. Are you going to? Uh, that will cost oh, you 20% of the, you know, like... Uh, like we'll probably just break your traps if you don't, so it's probably <laughs> the best that you do. Yes. Miles looks at you all and goes, we're a bank, not criminals. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. We're normally used you to... You say yeah. potato. <laughs> <laughs> I say murder. Uh, <laughs> So, Don't um, say murder, we're in a bank. He no. seems to be second-guessing this entire <laughs> arrangement. So, um, to make you second-guess the arrangement even more, we have, as I said, the, the uh, an associate who would be very useful. She is um, at our residence. Um, uh, would you mind sending a carriage for her? Of course not. Um, going, yeah, She would be very useful to have, and she can't travel easily in the city. Is she maimed? Does she require a... A lot of shanked, actually. Oh, so she's injured. Do you think that's why? No, 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 she's fine. Um, uh, Run in with the local thieves. Uh, Yes, the riffraff. Yeah. Mm. But we're probably good to, like, 
I would suggest now. maybe somebody go with the carriage because I don't think Ryland's going to willingly jump in a carriage. That's mm. true. Um, Nazor, you're good at explaining stuff. Yeah. <laughs> in song. Oh, Ryland, we're gonna help the banks so they'll turn our gold. I can totally pick. I can totally picture Nazor playing a ukulele. <laughs> I've got one if you want to get Ireland, hey, it is the carriage. Problem, I promise no one's gonna shank you. Oh, can I though? I wouldn't, tr- oh, I, yeah. I, I wouldn't fucking trust no, Nizor if he rocked up doing that. I'd be like, you are... You know who the next person who's going to shank me is. <laughs> I have I already dealt with shapeshifters. <laughs> and Charlie's like, well, I'm not making deals. I'm going to go talk to... Magical? Magical. Magical. Sure. Um, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll head off. That's all right. Uh, so, all yeah. Good. Meanwhile, back at the Nine Bidos, what are you doing, Ryland? I am cleaning under my nails with the tip of one of my daggers. Where are you? In my bedroom. Okay. You hear a... As something strikes the window to your room. <laughs> um, Is it like a pebble? Something like that. Oh, I... fuck, it's Castellan. He's got a, he's got a boombox. Two massive record players. He's got an entire orchestra all in the... A bar. Play! A, ha- yeah! a halfling bard on each shoulder. <laughs> no, that would We're be no Bjorn. strangers I, to love. I think you may have the wrong kind of like impression of Cassella if you think that's what he would do. Would be funny though. Um, I'm going to try be. and look out the window without being so, seen. I'll wait, like... for, I'll wait for Angela to, Angela to stop polluting the audio. Uh, okay. Thank you. Okay. Um, I'm going to kind of try to sidle up to the window and have a peek out without, you know, opening it and sticking my head out and, you know, being really obvious. Sure. I'm roll, having a subtle look out the window. Roll a stealth check. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 12. Okay. Um, I'm moderately successful. So you sidle up to the window and you glance out and you see two elves wearing masks. One has a crossbow levied at the window. The other one has what appears to be a couple of stones. As you glance out and pull your head back, another stone hits the uh, window. Right. Hmm. Did they see me? No. Okay. So they haven't seen me. Can I wait and see what they do next? Uh, They just keep throwing... Like, there's one or two more pebbles that hit the glass. Can you roll me a perception check? Yeah, I feel if I failed my stealth check, I would have got a crossbow bolt to the face. Ooh, 21. Uh, you can hear footsteps in the hallway, trying to be quiet. Um, I'm going to pick up my newly silvered axe mm-hmm. and stand behind the door. Yeah. So when it opens, like, I'll be concealed. So they have to walk in to actually see me. Okay. If, uh, if they're going to try and open the door at all. Can I lock the door? You can. Well, I would, actually, I would have already locked the door. I mean, yeah. to go. Oh, I tuck the ingots into my shirt as well. Yeah. Because I'm all paranoid and shit. And I'm holding my axe. Yeah. And I'm generally, and the gold bars are concealed on my person in a way that is not immediately obvious where they are. And, I, and I'm, I'm waiting and I'm listening very carefully. You see the doorknob turn slightly. Mm-hmm. Is there someone's testing it? Mm-hmm. And then the moment there's resistance, it very gently tilts back the way it came. Uh-huh. And then you hear what sounds like steel being drawn. <laughs> and you see like the end of a blade pop out between the door frame and the door. Mm-hmm. 
and it sort of just slightly wiggles around. There is someone very, very quietly trying to unlock your door. Does the door have a peephole? No. Is there a... Don't like... look through the keyhole. There's a knife. Like a more stabby glory hole. She's got a knife in the eye. <laughs> yes. I wonder how if, and if Viola is involved in this. That's why I want to know. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I There's not much not. I can do. What can I do? I'm you can wait. do stuff in Viola's pub. Do what you were doing already. Just wait. Oh, yeah. They, they're let, still them, just... let them come to me. Yeah. And yeah. then... Yeah, yeah, he walks through as it fly. swings across like this. Like, and just... Yeah. You sneak into my room, you're going to get an axe to the face. Yep. Um, yeah, so you hear a click as the lock is bypassed. The doorknob starts to slowly turn, and then the point where it hit the resistance before, it just very gently pushes past that and then starts to swing in slowly. An elf steps forward, mm-hmm. looking around. He crosses to the window, looks down and sort of does like a... Mm-hmm. Kind of gesture. Seriously, axe to the face. Blood splatter on the window. What a great fucking warning. <laughs> Roll initiative. No, 18, but I still you go, go first. first. Yay! <laughs> okay, you're going to get a surprise round, so make an attack. Yeah, um, basically I'm going to try and hit him in the head, but with the flight of the axe instead of the uh, blade. Okay, so you're going to deal non-lethal damage? Yeah. Cool. Roll an attack. Mainly because I want to talk to this guy. 17 plus 7. Yeah, that hits. Roll your damage. Eight plus four. Okay. Uh, yeah, so you leave him a big bloody welt in the face. Uh, so, Karen, something for you to think about. Uh, you do have another attack in your action, and you can do a shove special attack to knock the guy prone if you want. Yeah. Okay, to do that, you're going to have to do an opposed strength athletics check versus this guy's dex acrobatics. You need to beat a... Uh, never mind, that's two. Um, with his bonus, that's three. I think your flat athletics bonus just outright beats him. So, yeah, this guy goes down. Okay. He's clutching his face. When he is prone, you get advantage on attacks against him. Yep. Great. Uh, by the way, everyone's uh, surprised, so it's back to the top of the order, which is you. <laughs> can I kick the door closed? Is the bonus action? Yeah, you absolutely can. All right. So I kick the door closed, mm-hmm. and then I throw myself on top of him. Okay. Pull his pants down. <laughs> 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 Roll me a dex. Oh, actually, no. What's your, uh, what's your AC? 18. 18? Okay. A bolt flies through the window, misses you narrowly, and slams into the ceiling. Crossbow guy outside had a held action, and you just moved into the threatened square. Great. So I'm going to go down, and basically I'm going to use the handle of my axe and kind of put it across his throat, so I'm pinning him to the ground by his throat. Yeah, okay, roll a grapple check. Did, oh. did you beat five total? Yes, with your athletic fears. Plus seven, so yeah. yes. Okay, so yeah, this elf is now grappled. Um, and he is struggling and shouting something at you in Bashano. <laughs> Doesn't she speak Bashna? No, no she I don't. Not. I don't speak Bashna. I imagine she knows all the swear words. Oh, yeah, there's definitely those in this. This person is also saying, like, lizard bitch. Um, I know that one as yeah. well. <laughs> yeah. Can I give him a good slap smack across the chops? Absolutely. Um, do you want to do that with the axe? Or? How would choking him out go? Because she's pinned him down yeah. by his neck. Uh, as far as I'm aware, there's no rules for suffocation. That would be something that would have to be house ruled. The only thing that I can think of off the top of my head is the rule for suffocation when you're, like, submerged in water and you've got to hold on for X amount of time. Yeah, no, no, I was just asking so, how would, like... Knocking a person out, damage. Just keep keep applying damage until he drops below yeah. zero. Yeah. Okay, I'm I'm gonna choke him out a little with my axe handle. Yeah, great. Roll the attack. Cool. So sixteen plus seven. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that definitely hits. Roll damage. <laughs> yeah. Six. Yeah. Six plus 
Four to ten points of damage. Excellent. Okay. Ten points of choke damage. <laughs> yeah, non-lethal. Okay. They are going to try and struggle out of your grasp. They rolled a one. He moves his hands up under the blade and he's trying to push you off him. Uh, rolling a post athletics. Uh, well, I rolled a 15 plus seven. Oh, well, yep. He's still grappled. He's straining, <laughs> gra- gritting his teeth and um, wriggling under you and, yeah, just cursing you out while you do this. Uh, he shouts something to the guys outside and they shout something in return and you think that they're heading inside to help him out. Can I hear anyone coming up the stairs? Uh, no, not as of yet. Great, cool. Um, I'm going to keep choking him out, see if I can get him to yep. pass out and just relax a little bit. Yeah. <coughs> go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep. Yeah? Like, just give into the sleepy stick. <laughs> <laughs> Please be actually what she says. Um, eight, eight plus seven. Uh, that was a nine plus, plus four. four. <laughs> Please tell me he's almost unconscious. Oh, yeah, wow. <laughs> no, he's struggling. Bastard. How many hit points does this motherfucker have? He's got a few. <laughs> I've only got 42. I'm glad you surprised attack him. <laughs> yeah, no, he's still kicking. He's definitely going blue in the face, though. I'll give you that. Fantastic. Um, okay, so uh, it's your turn. He's going to try one last desperate gambit to get out from under your horrible scaly visage. Yep. You've been gorgeous, scaly visage. <laughs> Three plus... Seven, ten. No, there's a there's a last spurt of effort from this guy, and he just launches you off him and rolls out from under you, and then stands up, gasping for breath, and is just growling curses at you as he uh, pulls another dagger out and is doing that sort of like I want to say like the Steven Seagal and Under Siege style, like sitting there with the knife, kind of ready to go. Uh, and it's your turn. Um, you can hear you can hear footsteps in the hallway now, but down the far end. We'll take about another round, but then you can assume that these others will probably be there. Cool. Um, Sonny's getting another blow to the head with the axe. Yep. Again, non-lethal. <laughs> not not. I want one of them alive. If I can get this one down without killing him, then I can just kill the other two dudes Definitely. and I'm sweet. This isn't with advantage, my love. Oh, yes. No, it's not. not. Please, don't, please don't be a one. So this is non-lethal? I jinxed myself. It was, in fact, a one. You do, however, have an extra attack. You do, but high or low, Karen? Hi. Okay. Uh, yeah, you um, you bring the axe down and it... <laughs> I, how did you actually attack him? Are you losing the butt of it or the... Uh, double-handed, flat of the blade. Flat of the blade? Yeah, you bring it down, but it's an odd angle and it sticks to the wall behind him. So your weapon is now lodged in the wall. Take a strength check to get out. Uh, but I tell you what, you can use the other attack in your attack action to make the check. Because I get two attacks, so... Yeah. Could I grab him by the face and slam his head into the wall? You absolutely <laughs> may. Could you grab him by the face and slam him into the axe? <laughs> oh! I feel like slamming him into the wall gives me a higher chance of success. The pointy bit is facing out, so it would be a really good... Depends, are you trying to kill him? <laughs> I'm, I want this one unconscious, because oh. then I can just kill the other two. All right, I guess. It's a tough one. <laughs> I haven't met the other two yet. <laughs> they could be... They could have sent the new kid up to try and take me out. This new kid is fucking hard. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Anyway, so I grab him by the head and I slam his head into the wall. Okay, rolling attack. Uh, 15 plus 7 will be 22. Cool. How much? What's your strength? Uh, plus 4. So there'd be 5 points of damage total. Um, would she be using the wall as an improvised weapon? <laughs> 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 would she be using the house? She would, weapon? but... There is very few things in a room that Ryland cannot kill a man with, <laughs> including the room itself. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what, he's unconscious now regardless. 
Oh, great. Um, basically, I grab him by the face and slam his head back into the wall. I like. Have you watched Gone Girl? No. When he's angry with her at the end, he slams her head into the wall. That, but a lot harder. So she grabs her by the forehead. Yeah. <laughs> and the back of his head into the back of the, into the wall. Yeah. Does that mean she's using his forehead as an improvised weapon? No. The back of his skull. <laughs> against his forehead. Against the wall. Make an attack against the wall with a man's head. <laughs> okay. So he is now unconscious. Yes, he is. Cool. He... Can I retrieve my axe? Uh, you may, but that will be in the next turn. Yeah. Okay. Um, speaking of the next turn, you hear one of the masked elves at the door's threshold. I fling myself at the door and lock it again. Okay. Yeah. Cool. All right. Um, all right. Roll me a post-strength check. Actually, since you locked the door, I'll give you advantage. Thank you. Four nineteen plus yep. four. Yep. Um, Twenty-three. You hear like a the it's like a concert. Yeah. <laughs> basically, basically that. But also, then you hit like the 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 door handles like. Uh, then you feel the weight come off the door. Um, I go get my axe. Yep. Okay. And make sure um, face McFace is still unconscious. Yeah. Oh no, he's out. He is out cold. Yeah. I kick his dagger away just in case. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> and then I'm going to say, just as a point, everyone who's come after me is now dead. <laughs> um, you hear Viola's voice in the hallway, and she says something in... Does Urbishen. it involve filthy lizard bitch? <laughs> no, no, it does not. Does it sound very much like a scolding? Uh, it sounds like a disapproving scolding? nana. Yeah. No, 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 that's not a scolding. Like, it's more like a, oh, poor diddums. That sort of like... Boys. Yeah, boys. <laughs> I've asked you not to play my strawberry patch. You hear one or two steps of movement. Viola says something in Basha, a single word. And then you hear thud, thud. <laughs> Did Viola just kill both of those dudes? And then there's a, a pause, and I think you're like sitting there with your axe. <laughs> yes? Rylan? Yes, Viola? We don't normally entertain guests at this hour. <laughs> Trust me, I was not entertaining them. <laughs> Could you open the door, please? That depends. Are they still armed? No. Do I trust Viola enough to open this door? Also, do they still have arms? Let me put it this way. Viola's opening this door. (laughs) Like, Viola can get into this door. She is asking you guys. And I mean, in character, you trust Viola. Also, nobody's given you any reason not to trust. In fact, you bonded over lemonade. Yeah. That is true. I open the door. Yep. Um, Viola is Still wary. Though, because they, they might still be out there. <laughs> His mental image would be like, as you open the door, it's like, like wide eyed, like scaly, like hackles up. Um, I call my little little yeah. bits on my head. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine Rylan Moore had like rattles, <laughs> like a rattlesnake. <laughs> a little bit of mist coming out of the nostrils. Yeah. No, it's, it's the, the 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 little baby dinosaur in um, Jurassic Park that the the yeah. The, yeah. the neck frill, <laughs> which it did, totally didn't have actually. Apparently, that's the the lady from Disenchantment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, I open the door. Yep. Yeah, um. So you see, uh, two masked elves slumped over. They don't appear to have any marks on them. Yeah. Uh, and then you see Viola, like, shriveled and bent over, and she goes, Are you okay? I'm fine. Hmm. Uh, what did you do to them? <laughs> don't worry about them. 
Are they dead? <laughs> she nudges one with her foot and goes, Yes. <laughs> what sort of landlady are you? <laughs> Nezzle, the coach that the bank provided you pulls into the carriage yard at the rear of the Nine Widows Inn, and the first thing you notice is that Ryland's window has been smashed in, and from this angle you can actually see that there is a crossbow bolt hanging out of a ceiling. Can uh, I see Ryland through the window? Not from this angle. Can I... I would... You can easily shout to her. Uh, yeah, to be fair, I could easily shout to her, but I that, that's the next thing. It's like, message works if I know they're there, and it's like, I can assume she's there, but I don't know she's there. No, you don't know. It wouldn't work. Yeah. In that case, I'd just shout out to her. Um, I'd be like, Ryland? Yes? Oh, okay. Now I know she's there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, so, uh, Ryland, you hear... Niz will call that from outside. I, I don't know what you're playing. But Viola's in front of you, and she's currently like very gently turning these elves over, um, like putting them in the corner so they're not in the way of like foot traffic in the hallway. I, I message out to Ryland, and I'm like, "Is everything all right? There is a hole in your window." <laughs> um, so with message, I can reply in my head. I don't have to speak aloud. I'm like, "Someone just tried to kill me again." I think Viola killed two of them. The other one's unconscious. Sorry, what? I know. Like, they were at my door trying to get in, and then I hear Viola, and she says something in Bashano, and they both fall over. That's what it sounds like. And I can't tell how she killed them. They look fine, apart from the fact they're dead. Am I safe to come upstairs? I think you're fine. She hasn't killed me, so I think we're fine. Okay. I'm assuming I have, like, a not necessarily a guard, but someone driving the carriage. It's one of those, like, battle battle smart um, guards. Um, I just... Yeah, tell him to wait here, point him towards the direction of the stables. It's a 10-minute drive, but oh, you're, you're, you're basically in, like, the courtyard, which has attached yeah. stables, but... Yeah, I'm like, it's a 10-minute, yeah. whatever. And I, I head upstairs. Okay, as you climb the staircase to uh, Ryland's room in the corridor, you can see two corpses and Viola at the doorway. Can uh, I, like, do a cursory perception slash arcana? Which you do? Check over them? I, I want, like... Both? Yeah, I want to do both. That's like, time. Okay. Like, it's it, there just as I'm walking past, have a look at them and also feel out for any kind of magic. Right. Um, perception, that's a seven. Yeah. Uh, and They're Arcana, dead. that is a 16. They're very dead. Cool. They, Magically I, dead? Like, generally, like, there's a like, it almost feels like there's a bit of, like, life lingering. Sure. For, like, like a, you know, like, there's that, like, they're just freshly dead. Yeah. These bodies feel like husks. Like, they have no presence Damn. of life in them. Oof. That's scary. I think I know where we got these spirits from. <laughs> cool, yeah, I, I just... I'll allow yeah. you to do an investigation check if you want to look. I'm not fussed. I'm more concerned with getting into the room. Um, like, getting getting into, you know, with Ryland. So I'm not, not too fussed. I'm checking the box. Okay, sure. Um, look, yeah. look, Ryland only likes you as a friend. Viola <laughs> is... I'm glad you went there. I'm, I... <laughs> Viola, Viola has uh, returned with a broom at this point. Sure. And they're sort of sweeping up the glass. I feel it's only fair you put that on my bill. <laughs> That's fine. You're my guest. Can I look at the arrow that... Yeah, it's, a, it's in the ceiling, yeah. Does it have any distinctive markings on it? No. It's just, it's just a bolt. <laughs> uh, my friend who's unconscious, can I tie his hands together? Yeah, absolutely. He's, as far as I'm concerned, you've already bound him. Oh, okay, great. Yeah, he's bound. Can I just, like, poke him in the head? Is he going to wake up anytime soon? Um... 
medicine check? No. <laughs> Unless you want to try and revive him through some form of um, either healing or... Shake him very hard. Get, like, some smelling salts or something, maybe. Okay. Use your knuckles and you rub it along their collarbone. That's what nurses do to stir people out. That's so uncomfortable. You just go... Yeah, like, Fuck off. Ow. Oh, that's not nice. It's a way to sort of bring someone out because it's like a very unpleasant, sharp sort of yeah. pain. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone just did that except Josh. Nurses are fucked. Uh, uh, I did do that. Yeah. It's, it's a, Your it's, mum's a nurse. How do you yeah. not know this? <laughs> It's like I don't imagine it comes no up over a dinner time conversation. Tom, it's time for school. <laughs> ah, fuck off! <laughs> it's like one of those things when, like, stirring somebody about, like, talking to them or whatnot, yeah. you don't get a response. You can do that, and it's a pain response, yeah. and if they don't respond to that, Ooh, dear. there's a good chance that they're really, really... Dead. In, Dead. In their brain might be swelling inside their head and they'll die. Oh, it could be you're so fucked that even you're not responding to physical stimuli. Do you want him to wake up or not? Well, I want to. I want to have a quick chat. Yeah. <laughs> it hangs around. So, good uh, luck with can that. I, audience. Can I? Uh, is there like some water in the room or something? Yeah. Ooh, your night bucket. Yeah. I'm not throwing my piss in this man's face. <laughs> Standards. I would. Has Nezer arrived in the room yet? Yeah. 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 Hey Nezer, just going to see if I can wake this chap up, and I'm and I throw a glass of water in his face. <laughs> Hello. He just sits there and glares at you. Nezer, you speak Bashano, yeah. I believe so. <laughs> Hope so, otherwise you two are the most inefficient yeah. integration team ever. Where did I have that written? Well, you could down. message them, I suppose. <laughs> I'm going to say, that. with my limited bashanoi, I'm the lizard bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am the lizard queen. I, I believe I do. I bitchin'. <laughs> Anywhere. Languages should be written. Top right. Uh, yeah. middle, middle right. Yeah. In your work in common... No, uh, oh, just common, huh? common, common, and uh, Zelenic. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so this guy's just like says something in um, in Bashan to you, and you catch lizard bitch again. They really love that one, don't they? Slap him and ask him to speak in her heart. <laughs> I slap him and say, "Common, please." Fuck you, you little lizard bitch. God, it's <laughs> That's a, little, a good start. It's a little repetitive, isn't it? Um. I wrap his collarbone in my knuckles. <laughs> he does not like it. <laughs> Let's try that again. Do you know any other words apart from lizard, bitch, and you? Skelly. He does. Oh, look, he's educated. He's got, like, metal gauntlets. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking suck. Yeah. Um, I look at Viola and I'm like, I'm so sorry about the language. <laughs> she just sort of, like, does that thing like a like a nod of acknowledgement, but she's very much engrossed in her task. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's appearing sure to be engrossed in yeah. her task. I... Unfortunately, I have no reason to be suspicious of her yet. Yeah, um, I do. <laughs> oh no, I'm very like I, but I don't but think she's a threat to me. No, no, yeah. no. Yeah. Yeah. Suspicious, maybe is not the right word. Impressed might be more. Yeah. Of a... Impressed Ca- and a cautious. little, and a little yeah. cautious because she just killed two dudes. So um, I'm going to strike like a dissonant, magical, scary tone, like right in his yeah. in his face. You get real close and do like the. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, no, not Wolf Mother. <laughs> um, like when I tried to tune my ukulele last night and went the wrong way. And suddenly oh, it's fun. Dog that is fun. <laughs> anyway, I slap him in the face with Mage Hand. <laughs> um, his head, like, does that do damage? I don't no, think it would. It doesn't. He just, and he just, yeah. It would be 10 pounds of force. So, yeah. Poke him up the nostril. Like, 
<laughs> you caress his face with a mage hand. He is disturbed. That's even more upsetting. Yeah. He's like, oh no, I've been slapped a bit. I was, oh. Yeah, he <laughs> sort of displaces. Just, ah! just Someone just touched me. <laughs> but he, he takes the. Probably one of your friends who just died. And then put it in his. <laughs> You see Mage Hand, the Mage Hand goes up to it and he's like, Ugh, and he sort of like wriggles in the place and is very, very unhappy. Do it. Give him a wet willy. Now, now, I think it's safe to say that I'm, and I'm not going to torture you in my bedroom. I might. However, if you don't tell me what I want to know, I may remove you from my bedroom and then torturing you. It's up to you. Roll me an intimidate. Could, could, could she have help from the hand? <laughs> Uh, for intimidation. The hand's creeping into the side of his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I wet myself on his mouth and then into his ear. Wet Willie himself. Oh, God. You know what? Grabbing his mouth, we have ways of making you talk. You know what? I really like the idea of the man, like, massaging his lips, and and that does freak him out. Please roll with advantage. <laughs> Fucking seven. What the fuck? What's your intimidate total? Um, intimidation is plus five. Uh, unfortunately. So not. it's a 12. Yeah. He is... He's upset, but not he's intimidated. He's very upset, but he's not worried about the idea of torture at this point. Take a what's, finger. What's he wearing? Uh, he's just wearing street clothes. Really basic. No, no longer holding a dagger? Much. No, the dagger has been kicked away. His hands are bound. Use his dagger and take a toe. Well, I mean, or you could and put the dagger to give into him... him. And then Nezor could cast heat metal. It's a difficult decision, betraying your countrymen and all that. But it's either, you know, I take you out into the middle of woods somewhere and let you go, or I torture you to death in the basement of this hotel. That is torture. Cool. I cast. <laughs> I. <laughs> he said, no, no, he says, that is torture. And the hands like. So yeah, I, I, I cover his mouth with the hand and cast charm person on him. Okay. Um, so he, he, he rolls yeah, it. he rolls a, a wisdom save against my spell DC, which is 15. 15. 15. <laughs> okay. okay. He, <laughs> so what was it? 15? He has to be 15. Yeah. He does not appear to be affected by you. What a butthead. Fala. <sighs> uh, she looks up from her sweeping. Do you have a basement? What kind of inn wouldn't have a wine cellar, my dear? Could I borrow it? Well, as long as you clean up afterwards. And then she gives you a knowing smile. Of course. <laughs> um, uh, we do have somewhere to be. All right. Can I lock this man in your wine cellar and get back to him later? If you want, my dear. You'll be compensated, of course. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't seem bothered by the idea of compensating Great. her. Um, can I throw him over one shoulder in, like, a fireman's halt? <laughs> uh, he struggles and starts beating on your back with his... His hands are tied fists. behind his back. Okay. Oh, behind his back. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <Long> <laughs> amateur, behind the back. <clears throat> no, you want what's to your, see their hands. What's your AC? Uh, 18. He bites you. <laughs> oh, that's just not... I fucking... Guess he's getting smacked into the wall again. God, before that, you take three points of damage. Motherfucker. Um, For a bite? Come on. Yeah. yeah. Make him that. eat the door frame. <laughs> oh, that biting just is he's not cool. Magic can't just... <laughs> like, bite the concrete, yeah. Just the hands. Kiss the curb. Ah, just... Ah. Oh. 
No, just just well, you've got him on your shoulder. Just turn. Oh, uh, let's like let's like let's like Karen. <laughs> turn vigorously. Sorry, did I get that magical coin off magic gold that I wanted? Not yet. Ooh, um, the tongue. I <laughs> give him a tongue. Give him a tongue. Reckon he put it in his mouth. <laughs> I, he's not going to have a choice. <laughs> he, might want, he might want it in his mouth. He, he definitely will want it in his mouth. He will not want it uh, when we remove it, though. I, I throw him to the floor, <laughs> and then I pick him up by the throat yeah. and smack his head against the wall again. Yeah. Fucking five, but a B plus athletics, so seven. That's an attack. But it's still plus seven. Yeah. I mean, he is restrained, so you attack at advantage. Don't forget that. That's okay. You you would have hit with the previous roll. Is he unconscious again now? He is unconscious again. <laughs> Good. Uh, He's unconscious. He's now bleeding profusely from his head. <laughs> and there's a lot of drool. It's fine. Heads bleed a lot, but yeah. it's fine. Yeah. Right. I tie up his ankles as well. So his hands are tied behind his back. His yeah. ankles are tied. And his cankles? I, his cankles up, are tied. Hang him, hang him upside down. And just for good measure, I find my stinkiest, nastiest scrap of fabric or clothing that I have and stuff it in his mouth. That would what be around the butt. What are you using that scrap of fabric for? <laughs> my butt. Do <laughs> <laughs> you suppose butt? dragon ladies have periods? That's the butt I don't care to know. <laughs> no, they don't. Lizards uh, <laughs> don't have periods. <laughs> if anything, I'd lay eggs. Anyway, so I stuff it in his mouth. Is yeah. that like a chicken, how you'd lay a bunch and, of... And oh. so, uh, anyway, so I'll ah! <laughs> every morning. I laid this myself. Oh, it's still warm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, so, what are the magical say, properties I'm... of a Ryland egg? Uh, right, everyone, stop. What let... have we been eating for breakfast? Everyone, stop. Oh. Karen. Okay. So now that he has my dirty undergarments in his mouth, mm-hmm. who knows? Maybe he likes that sort of thing. I pick him up, fling him over one shoulder, um, say to Nezor, I'm just going to lock this man in the wine cellar, and then you can tell me whatever it is you came back to tell me, okay? Sure. Is there something sticking out of the wall that I could tie him to? Uh, there's a number of, like, casks that have been set up to age. Great. I tie him to one of those just for extra yep. precautions. Explained out hugging it. <laughs> It'd be a really good. He, like, he would not be able way. to get out. Yeah. I mean, we've committed to the BDSM thing. Like. Yeah. Punch him in the balls as you leave. <laughs> <laughs> he wakes up and then immediately goes unconscious. <laughs> <laughs> He's basically hugging it with his arms and legs. Gotcha. Yeah. And uh, he's still bleeding and still unconscious. And you leave him in the cellar. I pour out a glass of wine and leave it just out of reach. <laughs> oh, no, I have a flush one in the wine. It is too far. <laughs> oh, no, it's self-deprecation. And then I leave, closing the door behind me. If it has a lock, I push the lock yeah, across. Yeah. I just uh, love the mental image of uh, of Moira. Uh, Viola. Viola coming in and... Pouring a jug of wine and and leaving again. (laughs) And then presumably I go back to my room to get my axe and presumably Neza's still there waiting for me. Neza, while uh, while Rylan's gone, are you wanting to do anything? I will check out the bodies if Viola leaves. Sure, roll me an investigation. Uh, That's an eight plus two is a ten. That's enough. Um, These people have... Like, you, you kind of, like, open the shirt, look a little bit around at the body, that sort of stuff, um, like, pat them down, pocket, like, about two shillings worth of currency. And um, then you notice that, like, there are... It's like advanced decay. Oh. 
the stomach on one of them, and on the other, it's actually growing on the part of his face that has been forced to the ground. Why yeah. could do that? That's weird. She's kind of like extra deaded them. Um, That's a technical term, guys. What, what did you say I got? Two, two shillings. Shillings of the coppers. You know, money's money, guys. He's got money for the bus, all right? Which he might need to take since he can't afford a boat. Yeah, these guys um, had stuff. There's a crossbow. Oh, there's a crossbow, yeah. You could have a crossbow. There's also some daggers. Yeah, but I have like wanting stuff. If we were wanting money, we could sell those. That's true. I'll take I'll take the, the crossbow and the daggers. Vincent's <laughs> is halfling, it's a massive crossbow. <laughs> this is real Tyrion Lannister vibes. Just waiting for Ryland, who yeah. would know how to yeah. use it. Yeah, Ryland, uh Ryland. Nezor um gets up from the uh body as you How many walk daggers? Into, uh two. I already have like four da- four daggers, yeah. so yeah. <laughs> we don't need them. And a razor. Yeah. Cutthroat razor. You uh, look up from the uh, bodies after you finish pilfering them and inspecting them. And so has Viola's left? Viola's gone, yeah. Okay. okay. Hi. Nice to see you, Nezor. How's your day going? <laughs> well, since you last saw me, been asked to kind of rob a bank by the bank? Not the weirdest thing I've heard today. Yeah, so basically their security system is misbehaving and we need to, to, wait, 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 to wait. behave. I'm going to stop you right there. <laughs> misbehaving? They have security ghosts. Right. That's who are you going to call? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> How long have you been waiting? <laughs> I like that so much you get advantage on your next roll. Yeah, so they have security ghosts, and the security ghosts are misbehaving. Um, so we need to sort out the security ghosts. Somewhat tied to Madrigold, uh, but basically we'll get a lot of gold, and Madrigold will get a fox. I'm not even going to ask. Let me get all my shit. <laughs> I get all my shit. In case you didn't see, we have a carriage. We're not walking there. Ah, uh, Great. I assumed that you weren't going to make me do that, since apparently even in here isn't particularly safe. Just just while we're here, could you just quickly have a look at this bite mark on my back? Oh, yeah. Um, I'll just do a medicine check on a, on a bite mark just for what it's... Did you leave yeah. any gold fillings in there or anything? That's <laughs> uh, a 20, not natural. Just to touch her up and make sure she's not, you know, infected. She's not bleeding, by... she's not infected. Bites yeah. are gross. Yeah. Human mouth is a disgusting place. Elven mouth's even worse. That's <laughs> <laughs> racist. Um, but true. We'll expedite this. You guys get into the carriage and are taken to the bank. Uh, back at the bank, while this is all happening, uh, what have you been up to? Uh, I would ask Madrigal, um, so what um, what involvement did you have in setting up the security in this place? What uh, what can you tell us? Um, and you help me in this and you get your fox back. The tiny, tiny uh, fox. Your, your, your um, confinol. Though Abella might steal it. I need to write that down. Confinol. <laughs> Confer null. Fur like null. A conifer. A conifer null. Uh, oh. n- null being a, a, a sort of a, a hyena, actually. But Would uh, Abella try to steal the tiny fox? You're fucking damn straight. Abella's going to try to steal a fucking <laughs> tiny fox? Yeah. And, and he, he says to Abella, who, ha- having heard the noise, he says to Abella, it will drink you out of house and home. Um, I'm not a big drinker. This is fine. <laughs> no. <laughs> It'll drink me out of house and home. And also, Rosh eats them. Ah! Um, Rosh is like... <laughs> at the confinement. <laughs> Just licking his chops. Yeah. Um, so, but also, like, aggressive. Yeah. 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 Sitting there wiggling his butt like yeah. cats do when they see flyers. 
Yeah. Like, I'm ready for you, man. <laughs> uh, the finger fox is just cleaning itself at this point. Yeah, it's not. It I bet it's fucking... You don't give a shit. Yeah. Um, it's like a little bunny. It's just like... Yeah. They look like... It looks like a tiny fennec, basically. Oh, my God. So giant ears. I'm already dying yeah. I'm, I'm imagining the fox from Star Wars. The ice foxes from... Yeah, it's an arctic fox. Like, yeah. it's a little fennec fox. So small. More like a chihuahua. It doesn't have bug eyes. <laughs> no, but but Phoenix are not not like the ice things. They're more like uh, Chihuahua yeah. than uh, yeah. Um, so yeah, what what did you have? What to, did you have to do with setting up the defenses of this place? I uh, was responsible for a number of um, charms on uh, vaults, personal vaults, very similar to the stuff that I've got back in my um, my shop. Good. Uh, unfortunately, it seems that they didn't take my advice about keeping um, water leakage to a minimum. And it appears to have maybe damaged one or two of the uh, runes that I set up. Uh, so the previous bank manager didn't follow procedure and was immolated. So, <laughs> so uh, this problem with liquidation cool. is long term then. That's uh, this is a separate issue. <laughs> That's um. So, <clears throat> am I likely to run into a thing that I can't enter for fear of feeling very ill? Only on the lowest level. Okay. And only in certain vaults. Okay. Uh, the the bank itself, as far as I can tell, has three levels. The first level is a counting room. Mm -hmm. Second level is private vaults, and the third level is high security vaults for the rich and the powerful. Oh my god. It's going to be difficult down there. I was not responsible for all of the defences here. Mm. I just applied some of the runes. I wouldn't take anything if I were you mm. while I was down there. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Maybe don't take Abella down there. Like, actually don't take anything? Do you like having hands? <laughs> it's one of, they're like your second favourite appendage. Yes! I wouldn't touch them. Oh. Charlie's sort of like doing hip side push-ups on his knuckles and he goes, did you have anything to do with uh, not allowing people to reach their eternal rest in place and keeping them entrapped down there in security systems by chance? That was already a thing. Oh, that was know. one of the one of the wizards from one of the co colleges did that. So, oh, well, um, that's what, what, good what, for you at least. What what might have happened, uh, would, would what we're doing have anything to do with the mess downstairs? Probably. Which leads logically on to any tips for dealing uh, with the ghosts. What they are, for well, example. As nearest I can tell is they've found items with, um, uh, with sordid pasts and basically created a, a housing for them. Um, oh, there's a there's an uh, there's a there's a like an an anti ghost field, I suppose, on the entrance. So. If you get into a tough spot, you could just always come back out and they won't follow you. Handy. So these items they're tied to, if you destroy the items, would... I mean, maybe, but it'd probably be easier just to destroy the ghosts. Mm. You wouldn't have to get through, like, other people's vaults. What if you took the item and threw it through the ghost field? Do you reckon that would, like, separate it? He thinks for a moment and he goes, I mean, that's, I, that's a really interesting question, actually. It kind of falls into a, a, that's a question of... That's uh, <laughs> real So the answer is maybe. Okay. 
like I said, I have it's a ponder. Just... I am actually fascinated in the answer for this, but entirely for intellectual purposes. Um, so <laughs> I just want to find the ghost. To be honest, Charlie, Charlie laughs, laughs at the, the intellectual comment, like just. <laughs> What, am I not allowed to be intellectual sometimes? (laughs) Um, Because I love calculating the scientific angles of harpoon. Miles looks up from his desk and goes, can you please have this conversation in the foyer? I thought we were having this conversation in the foyer. I'm just joking. I'm in the doorway, though. Um, Using it to do like... (laughs) Well, if Miles is there, I would say to him, so you're okay with the ghost being killed, yeah? Like they're a part of your security system. Yes, but... we'll we'll do we'll make do and we'll just source them more later. Okay, good. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> no, some people pay for that sort of thing. Not my particular interest. Oh, some people pay to be kept as ghosts. Yes. Oh God. Whatever gets you off, man. I don't. No, uh... no. It's it's you see there are some people who um who uh, have debts. And there, there is. Oh, which, oh no! And Charlie sort of walks away. Like, <laughs> you no, want no, to be pure, involved in the thing, then we need to not have this conversation. It's purely, it's purely volunteer. He pokes his head. Don't try and justify <laughs> eternal slavery to me, please. And then walks off and like does some more push-ups. There well. <laughs> um. Yeah. So cool. Uh. And I say to Madrigal. Uh, closing the door to Miles. <laughs> this guy was not cut out to be a criminal. <laughs> yeah, like who? Bank managers, not criminals. Yeah, bank managers are only slaves. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Did you just say bank managers are not criminals? No, he said bank <laughs> are in Australia. Not, yeah, not criminals. It's like yeah, but we're happy to be slave like slave owners. Well, we're going to free the slaves if it helps. No, we're going to murder the slaves. No, the, they're dead already. You can't kill a ghost. We're just going to free them. It depends on how you see. The, the, the thing is, if you Probably kill the ghost, do they like go to you know the afterlife, or do they cease to exist? Mm-hmm. You're not here. No, but no, it's either, not helpful, right? You take like your existential was there, you. was there anything right else? Out the window. I'm not even sure what they are, but um, incorporeal. Just, okay. just, just. Heads up, guys! Incorporeal. Um, yeah, I don't know. How tend to be resistant to most physical damage. Yeah, magic only, basically. <laughs> well, I have a silvered battle axe and two daggers blessed by the fury. You do. I have magical knuckles, so I'm good. My, no, my, my, my knuckles are magical. I have made hand and give them a slap. Uh, they <laughs> they don't gentle. count as magic weapons, though. Um, you are aware. <laughs> okay, so then I don't. So then. <laughs> Fuck it. We're all useless except for the for days. So yeah, magical. Unfortunately, <laughs> yeah. Ryland, uh, you are ushered into the area in which the others are all waiting, along with Nizzle, and you see Madrigal sort of just sitting in the corner, like trying to be as very as small and like you know obtrusive as possible. Charlie's doing push-ups in the middle of the floor, switching one hand. And then to the other hand, like, yes. I assume Nezal filled you And then no hands. And yeah, assuming Nezal has told <laughs> me oh, what's going on. No. Right. Do you guys want to know what I just did? <laughs> have a nice cup of tea? <laughs> it did start with that. Then I cleaned my fingernails. Uh-huh. Was it masturbation? No. <laughs> don't want to hear about that. <laughs> my God. Uh, I'm just fascinated. Again, this is an intellectual curiosity thing. How does one do that with claws? <laughs> Very carefully. Charlie's <laughs> just like, carefully. starts pushing anyway. up in fast. Like, Without his hands. <laughs> 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 it's 
been a while for Charlie, hasn't it? Um, so, and I'm not going to so, so I, I had So I had a cup the of tea. The Queen was a while ago. <laughs> Just oh. mental. Ooh. I love the Queen! <laughs> <laughs> These hands are insured. I feel like we've done more no context material today than we have getting normal fucking Okay, okay. Sorry. So I had a cup of tea, then I cleaned my fingernails, and then three men tried to kill me. Rude. Yes. Tried. One of them's unconscious and tied up in Viola's wine cellar. Love it. Uh, we can deal with him later. Oh. And I, I had managed to lock the other two outside of the room, and then Viola came along, did something, uh-huh. and then they were dead. Question. What did she do? Uh, well, I was inside a locked room at the time. Yeah. I just heard her say something in Bashno, and then there was a couple of thumps, and then I opened the door. Dead. What 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 did she you, say? You know when people are dead yeah, yeah. and they're still warm. Uh-huh. They weren't. <sighs> so what word did she say? I don't speak Bashno. Apart from and I t- just like, oh, 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 the lizard bitch. Quite good actually. Would she still be able to remember the word that was said? Uh, roll an intelligence. Roll an intelligence check. Also me. I think everybody else here, other than Nezo, speaks Bashano. Yeah, boy. Uh, eight. You make a word that it sounds something like what you heard, but it's gibberish. It doesn't mean anything. What pickled cucumber? <laughs> yeah, no. That's, like I said. Never mind. Uh, no, no, don't worry. I know lizard bitch and fuck you. That's about it. Handy. <laughs> Very handy. It's usually all you need. Look, I get by in most ports with just that. I, I do throw in a me there sometimes as well, but other than that. Um, so if you feel like asking our mysterious landlady who can apparently kill people just by saying something to them, you go ahead. No, 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 Shooting daggers at Abella the entire time. Like, sure. well, well, I don't know how she did it. Shall, right, we? shall we do this? Yeah, shall like, we do Charlie will look at Abella. So, like, let's go then, shall we? Yes. Uh, Miles opens the door and this thing is, you're here then? Yeah, yeah. 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 Let's go. Very well, Present. come in. Miles, this is, uh, sorry, Miss, Mr. Goldtooth? That is correct. Uh, Mr. Goldtooth, this is our, 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 our compatriot. Uh, has, she will be assisting us. He has ghost slaves. Let's uh-huh. yeah. Wait, Dear. how do you kill a ghost? Uh, We're going to find out. Hit it extra hard, I suppose. Well, thanks, Miles. <laughs> I'll, I'll... <laughs> <laughs> he sort of just sits there waiting for Scan to no, stop. No, Scan has enough tact to not laugh at that. That's Josh's laughter. Yeah, all right. Well, you know, as we say in our heart, it's always worth trying to hit it harder. <laughs> yes. That sounds like something that's say in our heart. You say potato, I say murder. Is, yeah. that, is that what Castellan said? It's not working. You're never going to make and potatoes and murder work. It's not going to happen. <laughs> so uh, we're all here. Um, and then uh, Miles goes over to his desk and reaches under it and you hear like a click. And then the entire room begins to descend. Hi everyone, it's Matthew here, your Dungeon Master, and it's time to tell you about the Nerds of the West. Nerds of the West are a board game enthusiast community on YouTube and Twitch, where they do regular streams of funny releases, old classics, and exciting play-along-at-home style games. Just recently, Tom, our very own Nezor Valgoulis, hosted several sessions of the game Cartographers, a board game about 
well, drawing a map, um, as the name would imply, where you can play along at, on your desktop or laptop. Uh, it's just the kind of fun, cutting edge gameplay that the nerds are great at executing, and it was actually quite a blast to play. Myself and Josh Walker, the harpoonally challenged half-elf scan, actually sat down at the studio and played a game of cartographers with the nerds not too long ago. So if you feel like digging for the video or VOD, you should check out Nerds of the West on YouTube, and Twitch. I'd also like to say a big thank you for Sirenscape for the use of their sound library. A lot of ambience in There Be Dragons is thanks to this amazing collection of sound packs. Any DM out there knows the thrill of queuing up the boss fight music or the big reveal music. And the Sirenscape app allows you to do just that. Its intuitive UI makes it simple to use and you can even do so over the internet with remote games. Try it out now, go to sirenscape.com for more details, download the app and get started with 20 free sound sets. Lastly, we'd like to thank everyone for supporting our podcast on Patreon and wherever else. If you've told a friend, you get a pat on the back. Uh, if you'd like to support the show, please consider signing up and helping us grow at patreon.com slash therebedragons. Every dollar helps. And we've got some great Patreon content by way of thanks for your support, including ad-free versions of the podcast and our first side-along lorecast, Westfall, which goes into the details about the history of the great Erhart House and its long line of ancestors. Not gonna lie, it's been a blast to play it with Karen. We've been sitting there basically creating nothing but make-believe history, which is just the best kind of history, let's be honest. So you should definitely come check it out if you feel like supporting us. Well, that's it for this ad break. Keep it short, let's keep it sweet, and let's get back to the story. And hey, thanks for listening. Uh, you go down about three stories. The columns that would have been in each corner reveal chains that lower the entire room into a slightly larger room, which has even more clerks. Like this is where they would probably work out the investment. Miles walks you to what looks like a an archway that has been barricaded. It's got um, a few desks up against it and two of the guards that are stationed nearby start removing the pieces. So uh, this is the vault. Uh, once you step inside, you'll be in the antechamber. Uh, then there'll be a flight of stairs that head down and will lead into the main complex. It's pretty simple. There's uh, a number of different cages there holding various different kinds of bullion. And then you'll descend a further story and um, find our private vaults. Uh, and then beneath that, you'll have the, uh, the main uh, reserve and, of course, uh, the high security vaults for our most discreet customers. Pretty simple. Uh, if you can destroy the, the spirits or find the source of their uh, unhappiness, that would be... Stella. Uh, otherwise, um, I suppose you could also destroy the, uh, the anchor that is holding them there. So those will be fine in the private vaults. Uh, they would be in vault 3, 5, and 9. Also, if you can work out, and he, lo he looks over and points to behind you, and there's like a big piece of stone that has just jotted out of the ground. If you can find out why that happened, that would be super. Sure. Do you have any kind of map to the vaults? pretty simple. There's no, like, it's not a spanning Byzantine sure. maze. It's uh, very simple. You just follow it all the way down. Okay. Could you please also turn off the traps? Oh, of course. Yes, we'll, we'll do that. Um, he gestures to one of his assistants, and, and he's got, like, they look like the sort of things that the mayor would wear. 
like uh, the, the chain of the city, and he goes, uh, these will protect you from the uh, adverse effects of our standard security. Uh, of course, whilst you are down there, we expect you to behave yourselves, so uh, no sticky fingers, thank you. <laughs> and he hands them one out to each of you. I just, the second he says no sticky fingers, I just kind of look at Abella and raise an eyebrow. I've been warned. Scan pointedly doesn't. <laughs> um, yes, well, uh, good good luck. Uh, there's the door. <laughs> he, he gestures at it and then hurries away. Has Before he of- runs off, yeah. I'd be like, oh, so is there like spike pits or falling boulders or no, shooting no. daggers or... Nothing so ghost, no. Our- <laughs> no, just ghost slaves. No, no, no. You see, we, 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 we are... Discreet. Um, <laughs> no, most most of the, most of the uh, traps are arcane in nature, and they oh, um, well, they don't leave uh, leave a mess to clean. What what has been tried? Well, we sent down some of our uh, guard contingents. They didn't return. We sent someone down to have a quick look around, and they said that the uh, the antechamber was a bit of a mess. Um, <laughs> Can I have a look at this stone before I go down? <laughs> No problem here, so certainly. That's all. Give me a hand, would you? Yeah. Let's do um, this. Uh, I want to have a. And uh, as we walk away towards the stone, yeah. uh, I, I sort of mutter down to you, having had some interesting experiences with stones underground of late. Hmm. Let's just check this one out. Is that a week and a half ago? No, no. Uh, you left a ream about a week and a half ago. Uh, you were in the swamp about three or four days ago, and then the aurora happened the day before yesterday. Interesting. Let's have a look at this stone. Yeah. Uh, as you approach, you feel that familiar coldness about yourself as though your life force is being drawn from your body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is so this... is that both of us? No, or... just, just yeah. me. Just him. Because um, my, my yeah. magic comes from this. Um Okay, I'm going to stop here. You mm-hmm. carry on. You know why, I assume. <laughs> I, can, I can interpret. Uh, yeah, tell me, tell me, tell me what you can infer, please. Sure. Um, I wanted to, yeah, first of all, just perception check on the, the stone. Just have a look at it, see what I can notice. Um, you don't need to do a perception check. It's a giant hole in the stone. Sure. It's that, it's that there, same... Nothing, nothing jumps out at me yet. No, it. no, it's that same stone that you've seen everywhere. This stone looks a little cleaner, but that's probably because it hasn't been weather damaged. Yeah. When you uh, say same stone you've seen everywhere. Well, the same stone you saw in the swamp, the same stone you saw in, in a room. Yeah. Okay, cool. The same stone that so you like... saw that was underneath the, the floor of um, Madrigals. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'll just do an Arcana check just to, to cover bases while yep. I'm here. Yep. Uh, that's a 14. This clearly has some kind of connection to magic from what you can tell. Yeah. It must, must either act as a conduit for or draw from. Can I do it at range? Like, I presumably can still see it. It's just a ways away. Can yeah. I have an arcana check as well on the very sort of the rock? Yeah, sure. Yeah, w- what is driving this magical effect? Okay, roll an arcana. So, uh, seven. <laughs> it's a big rock and it does bad magic. Magic. Cool. I'm a long way away. So I'll, I'll, I'll head back over to scan and be like, look, it's Once I get it's my connected. For, for sure, to the swamp and to to Orin, but okay, nothing nothing special. Is this stone like a an, an obelisk? No, no, no. no, no. So, like, Onyx? what's the style? Like, is it like a limestone, or is it? Could I break break a piece off? 
no, no, it's very solid. Yeah, okay. um, I just meant it in like, is, could Charlie could find an outcrop or something and sort of just break it off and go, put it in his bag for later. Um, and now I don't want to hang out with you. <laughs> <laughs> what? You could, you could absolutely chip a piece off this if you had tools yeah, and time. Know. I don't care that much. <laughs> That's what I meant. As in, could I take a sample? Is like it's torn through. Yeah. Like, would there be a bit that's there that I could take a sample of for later, or no? Um, no, this place has that's been fine. cleaned up a bit. So. Yeah, that's fine. It's cool. Okay, let's let's might head be down. Downstairs. Yeah. Um, maybe Rylan can use someone's face to break something off. <laughs> I am very good at breaking faces. <laughs> okay, let's do the thing. Do right. I still have blood on my axe from this guy's hand? <laughs> yes. Unless you cleaned it off. Yeah. <laughs> you step towards the vault door, and as it opens, you hear like a low moan. This is cursed. <laughs> that, that is, is cursed. cursed. <laughs> you oh. ain't happy without a good curse. <laughs> yeah. It is very theatrical. Yeah. Is it? Is it meant to do that? <laughs> Could, no. If it's very theatrical, is there like a... No, no, it's not a put-on thing. It's like okay. just the the, the situation strikes okay, you as very sure. theatrical. I, I was like, could I make an insight roll to see whether this ghost is just hamming it up? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm bored! <laughs> like... The Phantom <laughs> of the Earth. Yeah. yeah. The bank vault. Yeah, I would the try to figure out a way around that. Don't <laughs> the bank vault is here. Inside, inside your, your mind. mind. All right, you all step downstairs. I'll do a perception check as cool. I walk in. Cool. See if that ghost is there. So I mean, foul. I feel like we're all perceiving pretty hard on our way in. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm certainly yeah. not going. Nah, 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 nah. You, you don't see anything. There's no. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's fine. There's, Do it, my elf eyes see something? Given that I can see in the, is it lit? Let, let me describe the room, and then you can decide <laughs> what you want to know from that. So you walk into the room, and the Scared. first. What do your half elf eyes see? <laughs> When you walk into this antechamber, which looks like basically this would be the area that they would probably bring things up to have a look at for people who've maybe got a, a vault here. Sure. Um, the first thing you notice is that there are lots of there's lots of pieces of fabric everywhere, uh, and there are three stains on the floor, <laughs> and it's not hard to gather that they have just basically gone splorch. Ew. Is there footprints? Yeah. Is there boots? Um, no, there are the ripped boots. Oh, good. Can I arcana to determine what might have done that? Like, <laughs> um, how? I think it might <laughs> be a ghost. No, no. Yeah. But, like, what, what's... You can what investigate. What effect a ghost you, did? You, you could absolutely investigate this room if you want. Jolly good. Anyone can do that. Speak I, up. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, like... 16 to find out what makes things explode that ghosts can do. It's probably uh, one of the traps, the arcane traps. Whatever this was, it originated from inside the person that was unfortunately then exploded. It is a pretty even splorch. Right. Um, so to just counter, like counter to that, why would it? Anybody down here has a permission to be here in the last day or so, otherwise there wouldn't be a mess. Sure, but I mean, the security system's playing up. No, the, the the only element of the security system that's playing up is the ghosts. I, that's my read on. And the all of the runes that magical magical's runes were playing up as well. Ma magical's rune played up once and it killed yeah. the bank manager. Yeah, but they're not. That's not. The but that's been resolved. Yeah, like they're just not happy about that. Okay, sure. Yeah. yeah. 
So th- this is this was a ghost thing. Looks like from from the only logical inference is to make and is that yeah. Okay. Is anyone getting scanners right now? Oh yeah, I'm so ready to just fucking bolt through this door. You might be. I left mean, we behind. can get we can get into the field, I suppose. Yeah, like you're at the threshold, and there is okay. like a brass like. It's yeah. sort of it's sort of like a ghost Faraday cage, I guess, like a copper ring that has like runes inscribed on them. Charlie's gonna sort of like walk through it, I guess. Yeah, you feel a tingle, and then uh, yep. like a momentary, like your hair stand on end for a moment, and then yep. disappears. And then yeah, you're inside this room. Um, and as you do, you step in. There are like crystals or like uh, glass being held out by like tiny looking gargoyles that illuminate and bring the room up, and it brings the whole sorted mess into view. Can I be the first to say, ew? Can I be the first to say, are these explodey people on the far side of the ghost gate? Uh, yes. They're good, on the other good. Side. <laughs> <laughs> uh, excellent. Then I don't need to be the first to say anything. Um, <laughs> I just sort of carry on. Um, so there are no ghosts here? No, you see nothing. They said vaults three, five, and nine. So... <laughs> Let's assess up here first. At least three. So, up here Mm -hmm. was... This is the second level? This would be the first level of the vault. So, there are two levels below you. Okay, sure. So, from here, how does it look? It's just a bit of a mess? Yeah, it looks like three people exploded on the floor. Everything's Uh, secure? Yep. All the runes and stuff seem to be in order? Yep. So, there's just some popped people? Yep. That's not what we're here for. Um, just some popped people. Uh, Charlie sort of gives a look like, um, is there any, is there anything like on their person? Like, oh, uh, I guess it would have to be investigate to maybe like link the clothes they're wearing to something similar to like, say the guard uniform. Oh, it's absolutely the guard uniform. So you don't even okay, roll for cool. it because they told you they sent three guards down. Sure, I just wanted yeah. to make sure it wasn't maybe people who got in who weren't right. supposed to. Yeah. Um. Is it possible to tell which way they were facing when they exploded? Yeah, which way are their boots From pointing? The shoes. Uh, like, were they headed towards the entrance or away? Um, it looks like they headed, were headed forward, but one is facing the other way. Can Skern use... Can I track? Is it the floor carpet? No, it's stone. Stone. Um, is there any tracks on the floor uh, in any, any material that I might be able to track where they'd been going, or how far they'd gotten in before they exploded? Best you can tell, they took about ten steps into the room and then popped. Popped. Yeah. I take nine steps into the. Oh, I mean, Charlie's like at the boots. Go yeah. Ahead. Um. I I, I. I. I look at Nezor and say, "Chicken wing." <laughs> Charlie's already there. Yeah. Like yeah. Charlie's there, going, "Man, it's fine." Um. Uh. So. Are there if any Charlie's weapons there. on the floor? No. Mm. They wouldn't have sent them in unarmed. But they might have. Um, <clears throat> so you're all certainly armed, so you don't have to worry about it. Oh no, no, I was just yeah. wondering. Um, no, no, there's there's very little of anything except stain. There is like scraps of clothes. There are these torn boots. Like there's like the occasional piece of like a shirt that's covered in blood. Is there enough to constitute a full set of well, three full sets of clothes? I mean, if you spend enough time kind of, like, investigating the room, you could probably put together most of it, yeah. No, like, it's it's not like someone has come along and then t- torn a few shreds and thrown them there and then 
removed the rest. It looks like there's yeah, enough. There's, there is enough liquid on the floor here to imply that these were... Three bodies. Three people. Body. Yeah. Okay. Um, That's one way to liquidate your assets. <laughs> Shall we move on then? Let's, then let's, yes. He said something about cages of gold. Is there cages of gold? Yes, uh, there is actually another room that leads on. It's like it's just a stone arch. You step through, assuming you're all going ahead. And, uh, yeah, there is about 10 either side, about 20 cages that have all got locked that is just stacked with bullion. No. No. Stop pissing on Abella. <laughs> Why are you? I don't. Yeah. You're more likely to steal gold than her. Yeah. Leave her alone. Shall we do our job? Sure. Yeah. So... <laughs> At a glance, Charlie. Yes. When did you two become friends? <laughs> <laughs> We've always been friends, Ken. Uh, so at a glance, like these these cages, they've got like they've got a, a fairly different assortment of stuff in them. But there is like there are gold ingots, and then there are um, what look like lock boxes, possibly filled with coins. There are sacks of money everywhere. Um, and you step through the room. Can everyone please roll me a perception check? Hey. Oh, I might have beaten Charlie. 22. You might have only got a 13 on the 25, device. motherfucker! 14. I... 13 plus 8. Yeah, 23. Crit fail. No. <laughs> I'm very distracted 21. by all the sparkling. I got a 19 on the dice. Nice. 25. Yeah, I only got a 21 because I only rolled 13. <laughs> 22. Yeah. This is why monks are stupid. <laughs> Can you please roll me for... Um, uh, for, no, not Scarf. For Hrosh. Nope. He sucks. Uh, his perception oh, no. actually like his perception no. is quite good. Yeah. But it, it's it's not he hasn't rolled well. Uh, advantage on perception using hearing, sight, or smell. Uh this would be sight. That should again. Yeah, thirteen. Okay. Anyone here who rolled over eighteen? You see you see ghostly figures in the cages. It's very hard to see them. It's sort of almost like a heat shimmer, but you, if you, it just kind of catches your eye. And these people appear to be either exchanging currency or like begging for something or, or are um, engaging in like economic behavior. It's almost like each of these pieces of gold has a story attached to them mm-hmm. that is sort of playing out just very gently every now and then. So it's, it's flickers of different people. Yeah. And they're not, they're not, you see elves, you see humans, you see the occasional halfling, you see a tiefling at one point. Everything that they do, like you see a flicker of someone who appears to be like holding a bag of coins with glee. You see someone who is like handing over their last shilling and seem to be like really dejected. There are people, there is someone who has been knifed and is sort of just sitting there holding themselves and then they sort of fall forward and disappear. But it's all... It's almost imperceptible. Can you see that? I would even poke Rosh awake. Thank you. Rosh is unsettled. I see a lot of gold. I see a lot of gold. Okay, there's also... You see it, right? Ghost yeah, people? Uh, ghosts. Yeah. Just really quickly. Yeah, it's more like not ghost ghosts, though. It's more like... Yeah, I was about to say, like, not... Because if these, these were the ghosts, ghosts we're we... For. Yeah. That's terrible. <laughs> You paid his. No, <laughs> that was relevant. To be so was this. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. I would like to try to determine whether or not that's in any way linked to the stone. How? 
the stone is inherently magical, suffused with magical energy. This would be a magical effect. So this is the have... logical train that Scan has gone through yeah. anyway. Well, then, then you've reached your conclusion. But, but how would I? C- could I use an Arcana check to sort of try and determine if they these these uh, flicker spirits are in any way linked to the magic that I am partially made of? Uh, all right, roll roll me an Arcana check. Um, yeah, roll me an Arcana check. Is it sound coming from these? No, no? eleven. 11. It's entirely possible that this is the case and just wasn't detected, or this could be something new. Uh-huh. Like, you're not sure. Sure. Now, you failed your perception check, didn't you, Angel? Sorry. I crit failed. Roll me a charisma save. Oh, good. Uh, 15. Okay, you're fine. All right. So, yeah, you're standing in this hallway and... Um, then they've pointed out the fact that there are. The, I think that I think when if you sit there and you sort of squint and look enough, you kind of then see what they're talking about, which is like yeah, just occasionally you see these these sort of almost ghostly figures flicker into existence and then disappear just as quickly. And the more you're looking at this gold, the more you're getting sort of like a unsettled feeling, sort of like a like a desire, I guess. Mm. I mean, you are literally surrounded by more wealth than ever you've seen in your lifetime, except maybe Ryland. <laughs> Charlie's actually sort of tracing, like, where the cages are and stuff to try and see if there's any markings or, like, runes. Yeah, there are definitely protective runes on this, although that that's a conclusion you've drawn from the fact that you were told there were protective runes. Yes, yeah, but, like, what I mean is just sort of, like, looking around to see if, say, like, some are damaged or some seem different or some... Like no, something's out of place, or if they're all working, they all seem to be working. as like, or they're at least all consistently the same quality. Yeah, they're all the consistently the same quality. Yeah, because they're has very no old. How they work. Yeah, but as in like, just as long as it's not like, oh, that one's got a big scratch through it, or when the rock came through it, chipped a bit off that one. Or... Yeah. No, this um, this part of the vault, at least so far as you've seen, doesn't appear to be damaged. At all. Okay, sure. Because the rock is on this level. The rock erupted and, nearby. Like we haven't yeah. gone downstairs to find no. it yeah. beneath the rock yet. You, you're not sure if it has intercepted. <coughs> at all. Uh, I, I'm I'm getting a weird feeling from this gold. Might we move yeah, on? Yeah, let's. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm up for that. <laughs> all right. Um, so you reach the end of the hallway, and it um it immediately turns left and right, and then you see a pair of staircases that go down and then both curve around and double back. So there's a left and a right. You can do whatever you want. We were told. Were we not told where we were to go? Yeah. Just down. You have to sort of find and take care of these ghosts, or if you think that you can destroy the item they're bound to, 359 are the ones that oh, you yeah. to destroy. Well, I mean, for starters, we're staying days. together, so left or right? Well, can we have a... Like, there's vaults, yeah, and they're all numbered? Is that... Yes, but the ones he referred to are on the lowest level, yeah, like maximum security. Right. But, um, so, right... Okay, let's let's head down. I'm not terribly fond of this place. Hmm. No. So, which side were you going down? Right. 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 So, yeah, you peel right. You enter into a room that uh, has, I would almost consider, call them prison doors lining one side, whereas the room above you was, was like, say, 10 bays. This is 20. Uh-huh. And it is a singular corridor that leads all the way down. As before crystal-holding gargoyles ignite, and then at the end you see a spectral figure dressed in what looks like Bashano naval 
Officer Gear. He is facing away from you, but he's at the absolute end of the corridor. Piss off, ghost! <laughs> Piss off, ghost! No, you know I can't eat ghost chips. And from the end of the hall, you can just faintly hear the ghost singing a sea shanty to himself. Do I recognise it? You don't, Abella, you do. It's You've heard it whistled by your parents since you were a kid. It's a very old song. Um... Does it have any particular meaning or significance? It was about a love lost at sea. Hmm. How is it? Are his clothes in style? No, they're very antiquated. Right. You're, you still recognise them, Abella, as absolutely being part of the Republic, but hmm. you're pretty certain that this would probably be from when the Republic was formed. How long ago was the Republic formed again? Several thousand years okay. ago. Well, there we go. He's Prob- been here a long about- time then. About 2,000 years, roughly. Yeah. Um, Guys, he... it's Jesus. <laughs> Frosh has his hackles up. Does not like. Sure he does. I think they all do. I'm a little creeped out. I... We're going to murder ghost Jesus. Because <sighs> his back's to us, it makes it a bit harder to ask. Is there... Could I make, like, an insight check to see if there's sort of a... Something I can... Like, there's some humanity or there's, like... Is this just, like, a beast or could... Is there sentience? Could, yeah. Could I talk to it or reason with it or have a conversation with it or is it, like... Best you can tell with its back to you, it is probably something you can at least talk to, but you're not sure how it would necessarily respond, also given that you have that previous knowledge that, that... these things are apparently misbehaving. I wonder how mm. it would react if I sang with it. I recognise... I know this song. I wonder what would happen if I sang with it. Can... yes. Um, I feel... I, I, I am curious to know the answer to that. I will be right behind that wall. Maybe I shouldn't see non-elves. Half-elf particularly. Old, old-school elf. I'm not terribly keen on the idea of keeping a bella here by herself. No, 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 they're going to be ten feet away. Ready your birds. So the, there's gates, right? They're like, like they're like prison doors, like or like the panelled yes. metal. Okay, so there's not like say a recess. stone recess where I could like stand. So I'm like. I could reach out and touch Abella's shoulder if I need to be. No, the only place that you could hide would be basically in the staircase. That would be not like she stands at the door of the staircase and we go up the stairs a bit. It would be that that was. Basically, I want to be able to like touch Abella's shoulder distance. So if she was at the bottom of the stairs and I'm just around the wall. If you manage to engage it in conversation, ask it why it's angry. Okay, yeah, let's talk conversation points real quick. So, why is it angry? Doesn't want to stay here. Doesn't want to stay here. Yeah, we can totally free it. Freeing it is easy. Uh, ask it. Got something to do with the aura. Good, good, good. Just ask it if... How it's how we can help. Just how we can help it. Yes. We can okay. help. Okay, okay. Definitely not here to smash its things and send it to the end of the life. Okay, That's great. what it wants. Yeah, in which case, we can do that. Also, my 
is very short. I don't have enough of it to let. Let him see your ankles. Okay. <laughs> I step out, take a deep breath, and start singing along with the ghost, following the cadence and pace it's setting. Great. Give me a performance check. Don't roll a one. You know, I was, I was thinking I wanted to, just for fun. <laughs> That's uh, actually not bad. 17. Okay, yeah, cool. The moment you join in, like, there's about three bars, and then it stops, sways on the spot and turns, and you can see that it's got a bottle in its hand, and as it turns, you see sort of like a, a wizened, withered, and almost rotted-away face, and it turns and it looks at you. Hallway goes dark, and then the light comes up, and it's in front of you. <laughs> and then it looks at you and it goes, I know. And it reaches for you. Sorry I was away so long. How have you been? Do you want to leave? I'm going to try singing at it again. Okay. (laughs) You sing at it, and its hand caresses your face, and where it touches you, you feel as though... Am I being liquefied? No, no, no. It's like, you know when you've been in water too long and your fingers get pruney? Yeah. Your face where it caresses you starts to feel like that, like your skin ages. Almost, and then reforms. Oh, no. And he's like... No, I don't like this. Where would you like to go? To the deeps. Roll initiative. Oh, fuck's sake. 20. 19. 15. 13. 10. Charlie, you see... You see this ghost reach around and then (laughs) clasp a Bella... (laughs) And you know that its intent is not good. Okay, so he's technically adjacent to me, right? He would be adjacent to a Bella. I'm going to shove a Bella and step to where she was. Mm -hmm. So that would be one of my attack actions. Uh, Honestly, if a Bella's cool with it, I don't see the need for us to do a roll. You're just going to let it happen, so it's all good. It's a special attack. So it does no damage, but it knocks them prone. Yeah. So... Push her out of the way, essentially, mm-hmm. um, so I can then take five feet of movement into the square she was in. Yep. Um, what does that thing do? It looks at its hand because it was holding yeah. her in a caress, and then it looks sort of through its hand. Its hand kind of goes translucent, and then it sees you. Yep. And it locks eyes, and you get like you've been. You were a sailor. Yeah. You've probably fished a waterlogged corpse out of the yes. ocean once or twice. It's like the last sight of a waterlogged dead man. Yeah. It's just locked eyes with you, and it's got burning intent behind you that it wants you to join it. I'm going to throw a punch at it. Mm-hmm. Basically, like, throw a jab into it at its face. So that's going to be an 18 to hit. Yes, that will hit. Absolutely. Yep. So damage. Yep. That's a four plus, so ten point... Uh, no, that's a five. Uh, Eleven points of damage. So you connect with this spectre and your fist just whops right through it, cutting it in half, leaving spectral trails behind it. 
but unfortunately it doesn't seem to have done any damage. Then I'm going to spend a key point to dodge. Yep. That's my bonus action. And then Charlie's going to say, we're here to help you. Don't make this harder than it needs to be. Abella, you are next in the order. So I was pushed. Yep. But I'm going to do a roll as a, like, I guess, reaction to that. To Yeah, yeah, you can do that. Absolutely. Um, should I, do I... Wait, do you have like um, an ability, a reaction that allows you to do it? Oh, no, I was just going to roll to not no, be Then prone. you're prone. Well, I'm going to yeah, stand up. But for Fluff, she does it with a roll. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Yes. So you, as you go through this ghost, it's like going through a fine mist of seawater. Like you come out of the other side like with sort of like a light perspiration and it's salty. <laughs> Sorry. Without commenting on that. Cool. I'm going to draw my rapier and try to stab it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to just ask. Was there any response when I spoke to it? Like any sort of thing on its face of like, huh, or no, or... No, it's not listening to you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Fifteen. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that's fifteen plus eight. The hits? Uh, seven. Yeah, okay. So you what, you stand up and do a flourish and then swish it through it? Yeah, so I do a sick roll <laughs> to get to my feet. As I turn back to it, yeah. draw my blade and in one motion, slice through it. Okay, um, yeah, it bisects and like it's it's like it's like running a, uh, like a an object something through like a, a column of smoke. It reforms. Um, and uh, it, it turns to, to regard you, it breaks eye contact from Charlie and looks at you. The ghost is completely unfazed by the blade that just went through it and fixes you with a cold, wet stare. Uh, Brian, it's your turn. I'm going to leap down the stairway and hit it with my axe. Okay, are you trying to, like, jump over Charlie? Oh, yeah, he's in one. the way. Is this the one that's silver? Yeah, this is silvered, so I want to see if that does anything. If she's going to leap, Charlie is happy to sort of yep. shift his weight so she can step on his shoulder. You still need to do like an acrobatics check. Okay. So uh, I'm going to leap over Charlie. Charlie, give me a boost. Yeah, so Charlie will sort of drop down so that when she stands on his shoulder, he can stand up. Charlie, shield! <laughs> uh, my athletics is plus seven, so That's it's still 17. Fine. You absolutely make it through. Yep. Cool, roll your attack. And yes, then double-handed axe. Ah, 14 plus seven. That yep. would be a 21. That hits. Roll damage. Double-handed? Fuck off. Six points of damage. Okay, you're going to do 12 points of damage. What? So, Rhineland, you nimbly with one foot land on Charlie's shoulder, turn that into a dive, bring the axe forward, the silver sings through the air, it cuts this ghost, and unlike the other times where it was, like, cleaving through smoke, this time it leaves a trailing burning edge to the injury that you would deal to this creature. So what I'm imagining is she's run up, jumped, and she's flipping through the air and just holding the axe. Um, definitely. No, no, she's doing, like, the... The I am the Senate, like yeah. Senator Palpatine, drills <laughs> through the air. Yep. So I'll have landed, put the axe down, and then basically I'll draw the axe up to my right side and cut like horizontally through. Yep. The ghost. This is cramped quarters, so, but just so you're aware. But that's fine. Uh, you're basically slashing upwards and downwards. It's yep. fine. Great, that's fine. I bring it back up and I hit it again. Yep. Nice. It is an eighteen. Yes. Eighteen plus seven motherfuckers. Roll damage. Five plus four, that'll be nine points of damage, so 18 points of damage. Yes. I like this whole silver does double damage business. Yeah, great. <laughs> All right, um, yeah, so... Uh, how, how does he react to... Uh, he, like, 
where where Abella cut through before and it left like a smoky form that kind of re rejoined. This point it's almost like the cut remains. It still reseals, but it's a lot slower to do it. Mm. And it actually is gaping and like it's almost like this it's like it's been brought out of a funk. I don't think it liked that. I don't think it's dead. The ghost then just turns to mist and disappears. Abella, you feel two clammy hands on either side of your shoulders. Roll an opposed grapple check. I'm going to yell. I'm going to go duck and weave, which Uh, gives me 18. Unfortunately, not good enough. It spins you around on the spot, like lifts you into the air and spins you around on the spot and brings you to eye level with it. I'm fighting the whole yeah. way. Yeah, you're struggling. So you see this happen like... Punching. Uh, ah, man, this is really creepy. And then it reaches forward and starts to kiss you. <laughs> you are so lucky. <laughs> uh, however, it's... I think you're wriggling and like moving your mouth away from it. So it's trying to kiss you, but it's like <laughs> not quite <laughs> able to... Yeah, not quite able to make its attack. Um, oh, wait, no, it has advantage. Still oh. bad. Um, can hell, Matt. That's all. I'm absolutely looking out for the chance to, like, help out here. How are you guys reacting it's, like, to this? Like, so we can still see him, right? Yeah. Yeah, but he's just further in the air holding. Yeah. Like, her feet are kicking. They're not far off the ground, but they are off the ground. Yeah. And she and this thing's trying to, like, embrace her and kiss her. No, no, groan! No, means no! Oh look, he's oppressing me. <laughs> Literal shadow boxing. <laughs> ah. nice. Um, I'm going to cast dissonant whispers on it. Softly play a discordant melody, kind of directed at it and only at it because it's not a field oh, attack. It's just one creature. Yep. Um, it must make a wisdom saving throw. Cool. And then let me know what happens. Well, it crit failed. So. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um. On a failed save, it takes 3d6. I need some. What type D6s. of damage? This is uh, psychic. Okay. Roll them bones. Uh, that oh, would be. Very nice. That would be three sixes. Yeah. Oh, fuck yes! Um, and use its reaction, if available, to move as far as its speed um, allows away from me. Uh, Which is force movement. Does that mean it drops? Yep, force movement breaks yeah. grapple. Oh, good. That's good. what I was hoping. Nice. I was fairly sure, like, I'm making it move, so... 36 points of damage. Fucking yeah! Bloody For a level one spell. No, it was perfect for this situation. The spectre immediately drops Abella and clutches its head and wails and disappears into this mist again and reappears further down the hallway, almost like it's stumbling away drunkenly. It's it's now screeching at the top of its, like, ghostly lungs, and it's going... And I was dropped, yes? So I'm mm-hmm. now... Okay, good. Scan, it's now your turn. Yeah, I'm going to cast Hail of Thorns, which is a ranger spell, not a fucking sorcerer spell, and I'm going to throw a harpoon at it. Because mm-hmm. those have been going so well so far. <laughs> Let's find out. Don't worry, Scan, I'm sure we hit something eventually. He's going to tell people to duck. Hey. Fucking 18 on the dice, motherfuckers. Yeah. That'll hit. So that'll be a 25. Uh, this will be a magical harpoon. Hmm. So that's uh, well, it's a one on the dice. Uh, <clears throat> so five, five magical damage from the harpoon, and then everything within the uh, within five feet of the harpoon when it hits uh, takes uh, must pass a dexterity save. 
the, the DC is 14. He does not make that save. Uh, in which case, he takes the full five mm-hmm. points of... Um, uh, yes, it is it is piercing damage, but it's a magically sourced piercing damage. Was that like on that top matters. of... The on top of what I did from so, so rangers can put spells on like their arrows or on that's their thrown weapons. Cool. So it, it, it weapon. was an area effect, so I didn't want to do it until it was nowhere near you. But that was really oh, handy. That was some teamwork, right there. Yeah. So it's anything within that within the five within foot. five feet of it. It does the harpoon did five, and mm-hmm. then it took another five from the. Cool. All right. So uh, describe what describe how this looks because uh, it absolutely does damage this thing. Um, so uh, scan basically holds one of his harpoons and mutters to the the um, t- tip of it and then pulls his arm back and just gives it possibly the best throw of a harpoon you guys have ever actually seen him do. <laughs> okay. In fact, I think... It, it is the best. Yeah. <laughs> does it like does it like weave between all of their heads? Like are they um, all like like how does this it, work? It, it, no, <laughs> it goes. It, it skims across the heads of Charlie and Ryland, who are the tallest members of the group. From fortunately, I'm above the, you on the stairs and arcs neatly into him. When it hits, however, there is a hail of thorns. It's sort of this um, little. It, it sounds like uh, breaking glass, actually. Like a broken glass sort of tinkling on everything. Um, but yeah, it's sort of boom. So what are the thorns made of? What, what's that look like? Um, is it gross? Or okay. what it, it, it's a hail of thorns, but is it like plant growth? What is it? Um, they w- It would be... Oh, probably have a nautical bent to it. So it would be not tentacles exactly. An enemy. Hey? The, yeah, the, almost, yeah, like, like, thorns like little, little, little shards from uh, an urchin or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool, awesome. Yeah, uh, you see this ghost take it in the chest, look up from it, and then like almost open its mouth to say something, and then just sort of is atomized as this thing expands from it. And you see these wisps of like spectral residue just sort of like expand away and then effectively leak through the floor and disappear. Cool. I assume that the urchin basically reforms into the spearhead after all time, like it sort of. Uh, it's more of a sort of a the the it's a it's a burst of them. They all they mm. sort of shoot out, um, right? But they lose their potency fairly fast, so they they don't do anything. Yeah, right. I think these things wither and die. Mm. Basically, become like husks of themselves yeah. straight away. And yeah, and this um this creature, this spectre, has disappeared. Different to the last time it disappeared. So like yeah, like this thing sort of just became smoke yeah. and then sort of just leaked through the floor. But you're pretty certain it's not dead, but it's definitely not there anymore harassing you. Vanished. The last thing you hear as it disappears is We need to destroy the thing. I throw up in my mouth just a tiny bit. And Charlie will sort of put a hand on Abella's and oh. shoulder and like, are you okay? Yep. Can I check it's her cheek? Fun fondled by a ghost. She has like residues, of, like she's sticky to the touch, like salty spray is all over her. Basically, how we spend our entire life when we're on the boats. Yeah. Yeah. She's all sticky. Charlie Waffy is is hanky. I will definitely take that. It's not snotted on. I am being licked by a dragon. Yeah. Baby dragon licking you. Because you're salty. Because I'm all salty. (laughs) And and I'm very sullen about that. I'm just picturing a cat tongue. So yeah, this is much too. longer. <clears throat> now, to, that we there were two staircases, wasn't there? Yes. At the top of the last flight, and we chose the right-hand one? That's correct. Um, uh, is there any evidence of where the left-hand one went? Your best guess would be it runs perpendicular to this room. Sure. 
but obviously, we don't know what's in it? It's, it's not yeah. like we can't see a second corridor in the distance to one side. No, okay. no, no. This is actually quite. This is a five foot wide, yep. however many feet deep room yep. with uh, the occasional globe being held and magically illuminated. From um, the ceiling or the walls? The walls. There's like these little... Uh, like, braziers? Not braziers. No, no, they're like little gargoyles. No braziers. <laughs> no braziers either. What about a gargoyle holding a brazier? <laughs> the gargoyles are wearing braziers. Glowing <laughs> <laughs> breasts on gargoyles. Yeah. I'd, I'd pay good money for light fixtures that look like gargoyles no, we'll holding brass. see what brass. I can do. That's ominous. So, what do you want to do? I think Proceed. Yeah, as long as Abella's okay. As long as Abella I'm isn't damaged in off. any way. It's fine. <laughs> and, Good job, Prosh. Keep it up, buddy. Prosh is cleaning her up. Yeah. Can I, like, hand her, like, my dread. handkerchief? <laughs> I, li- I like to think Rylan would have a handkerchief with her initials on it. It's monogrammed. <laughs> if she doesn't, Charlie definitely does. does. Charlie definitely, definitely does. does. <laughs> and we do it at the same time. She just gets one with C R W. That's so uh, uh, hard. Straight on her face. And then, and then I go, <laughs> guys, you're doing it wrong, and I cast Gust. And just sort of, um, <laughs> it's are like you really doing dryer. this? <laughs> are you I for real doing this? <laughs> no, no, no. Well, I, I would obviously get Hrosh off first. Um, and yes, yes. I need you to roll me a uh, <laughs> Dex save. Okay. Should be fine. Yeah, no, my Dex. It's my cantrip, Gust. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's fine. I'm um, 24. Yeah, that's all right. Uh, you feel like if you hadn't gone, oh crap, that's right. His magic is not exactly 100%. You may have been blown <laughs> over. But uh, yeah, you're like, it's like the, you know, when they see the dogs where they get like the, the high intensity, ah. um, like, <laughs> it's like that and then you're dry. I'm sorry, Tom. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I have no, no problem with this. No, it's like, it's, it's like the hand dryers you get. Like, it's like, <laughs> and possibly your hair is like a little bit more frazzled and backwards now. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank I you. I put my handkerchief away. <laughs> I'm going to brush off the salt remains. Still <laughs> yeah, it's all there. crusty now. Yeah. My hair definitely needs a wash. Yeah. That's fine. Um, roll me a perception check, Abella. Um, that is a 13. Yeah, that's fine. Um, so You say that about everything, Matt. No, it's, it is fine. It's like, you're just fun. noticing something is all. Um, as you're brushing this salt off of you, you notice that as it falls, it doesn't actually hit the ground. It just sort of disappears. Ghost salt! Ghost salt! Would anybody like some ah. ghost salt? I'm all right. Ghost salt? Yes, actually. I'm curious to see if I can pour it into a bag. Yeah, or yeah, a yeah. I was going to say, I want some yeah. of this goat salt. This is actually, I was actually thinking about this. It might it's effectively in. like disappearing in like your hands. Like it's just like oh. whatever was keeping it yeah. substantial that, is just feeling. not. Can I lick it before it vanishes? Sure. Like while you're like this, I'd be like, I do apologize. Did, wow. I, get, did I get the feeling from Frosh <laughs> that I, he could taste the salt? Uh, he could taste something. I'm gonna uh, look at the hand. Uh, you know what? Actually, he would have licked. Just it. licked. It would have. He would have licked it like once or twice, and then done like the thing that dogs yeah. do. Like, nah. It's no. It's like, like I imagine there's like a little pile of salt. So he licks the top of the salt, not your head. He doesn't go. Ah. Um, Scandal. So <laughs> it's like it's just a Bella, two hands out, being licked in the palm. Um, I'm very so uncomfortable. It doesn't have a taste. It would be like licking sand, but if sand was also dissolving in, as you lick it. I mean, sand tastes like... No, no, but like the, I get it, it. Just, the, just the texture. There's no taste. Yeah, yeah, sure. Hmm. I could put this in a meal. That's a really pointless additive. As grit. <laughs> <laughs> that disappears. It would be great in a soup. Give it body. <laughs> I think it just depends on your palate, Scan. 
Yeah, I was expecting a salty flavor, and I suddenly didn't. I didn't actually lick. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. <laughs> moving on from licking me. Well, well are we moving what on? Do we, what or do we do? Do, is there anything to look around here? Here. We don't, well, we're not no. here to we rob just the need place, to move on. so we just need to move on. Can we quickly have a look around for like traps? Sure. I feel I like mean, the ghosts are the traps. Very well. I rolled a three. Ten. Yay, we suck. Eleven. We find nothing. Twenty-five. <laughs> this is this is a perception or is it investigation? Investigation. If you're yeah. trying to oh, investigation. Out. I was about to say, I'm like, how? <laughs> Makes it a five 17. Yeah, seven, uh, 11. Yeah, there's no traps here. Um, but what you do notice is that, like, you're probably walking down this hallway, like, inspecting things, mm. making sure there's no traps there, blah, blah, But you notice that there's, like, and this is made of stone, it's not made of concrete, but, like, concrete cancer. Yep. You know, like how there's just, yeah. yeah, there's just like this weird dappling in the stonework. Yep. Oh. That's uh, like if you limestone blocks eventually mm-hmm. sort of just yep. break down. The stonework's very old. How um, old is the city? Do we know how old the city is? It's the kind of city that looks like it probably rebuilds itself every hundred years. All right. But like, would the would this seem like it's aging or something else? This is this this building which you noted when you came in is distinctly older than the rest mm. of the buildings. Right. Now you're not 100% certain yeah. what would be causing this, but uh yeah, it's it is certainly something that's you probably wouldn't have picked it out, but it's definitely present. Can I like rub my finger on the stone to see yeah. like whether it yeah, it comes like, apart, sort of like crumbles so off. So it does crumble. Hmm. What can I hear? What do my elf ears hear? Your half elf. The quiet ears. of the no. grave. Oh, okay. You hear yeah, you hear, <laughs> you hear nothing and then you hear would would and would Rosh hear anything more than I, given that he has advantage on hearing? I think you can roll perception check if you'd like. Eighteen, or with advantage, it's yeah, still eighteen. You don't hear anything, but Rosh is like he perks up, and you know when uh, you know when dogs are like is a siren. Yeah, yeah. That, that when they when they when they're hearing pricks up, he's like that and fixated on the hallway, looking down at yeah where you're heading towards. Right. And I, <laughs> what is it, boy? Um, Susie fell down the veil again. Um, I, I, I ready. Yeah. I prepare. I said, um, Rosh. I, 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 How do you and Rosh communicate again? Because I understand it's sort of a sort of it's yeah empathy. Uh, we we I, he can send me images. Yeah, uh, feelings, emotions, colors. He sends you the image of the door that you stood before. In in a ream in uh-huh. the underground. Yep. That uh, that the portal. The one that led to the antechamber. The, basically, the way that you got into the room with the archway. Right. So yep. he sends you that image, and then he sends you the image of Clarence kneeling before the statue. The holy statue. Yeah. Mm. That was a long time ago. Mm. Um. And he's making like a weird. Mm, mm, mm. Oh no! Is it Clarence? <laughs> Um, <clears throat> uh, Is it the ghost of murdered characters past? <laughs> you better not blame me. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, are you sure you want to take scan down? This <laughs> be a, a literal shut up, Dave Clarence. Um, yeah, this. So um, yeah, scans like uh, something. Uh, Rosh is he's sensing something, and it's triggering memories for Morim uh, of of the the maze. Um, I suggest we ready ourselves. All right. Um. Get ready to be covered in more ghost salt. Yeah. 
I uh, do you recall the the room with the was it is it the room with the 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 ooze in it? Yes, but he's specifically giving you the image of the door that led into there. No, it was, there were dragons that, on the door. There was there was like was writing that, on it, and it was a it required an elemental spell, which Ryland used her dragon breath for to open. Uh, um. Okay. Cool. Um. He's yes. He's remembering the door that you breathed down. Mm. I don't know what it means. He's, but he's picking something up that I'm not. Um, and he's and bobbing I, his head like back and forth, up and then sort of shrinking down, and then up again. It's almost like he's trying to gauge something. I approach the staircase then yeah. um, and see how he reacts. Uh, he's not worried or anything. He's just like cautious. Yeah. Okay. This doesn't appear to be concerning him. Just interesting that that's what he thinks is up. Hmm. Can I Arcana check this hallway uh, to see if there's any sort of magical effect going on? Yes, you may. I feel like you're just going to sense the lights, but... Yeah, maybe. Eight. Yeah, the, the lights are definitely magical, but beyond that, you're not sure what would be causing Crosh to react this way. Okay, so but I'm not you... getting any sensation from the, the, the downs, the staircase. No, the no. The staircase goes straight down and then goes for another landing, though. Okay. Um, and you can see from this angle, however, that there is sort of like a low mist and it is a lot darker down there. Mm-hmm. It is not... Oh, great. Unilluminated, but it is darker. Darker. Okay. Well, I'm happy to take the plunge. Yeah, I've got nothing else to do, uh, right? It's not like you a... can go back, but there's not much point. <clears throat> Might as well sort out some ghosts. What's the worst that could happen? Dib's not macking on the next one. Charlie. I think it's my turn, isn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Charlie's still scratching at the wall. Let's see how deep he can get before um, there's yeah, like, right. healthy wood. Um, healthy stone. Uh, all right, um... There is a point, basically you get to almost the depth of your hand with this finger just scratching away, and it all comes away pretty easily. Uh, And then you feel cold metal on the other side. Like, if you take your finger out and have a look at it, uh, it's like a coppery inlay that's been placed there. And you can see that, like, the top quarter of, like, what looks like some kind of rune etched into this metal. So I would sort of pick some more of this. Yeah, so if he's pulling it away, like, you manage to get roughly a palm-sized hole in the wall. And uh, you can see that this there is this rune, and it's sort of fused a little bit, and you can tell that this thing is not working as intended. You don't know what it is. Is yeah. it the rune's intact? Does no, it no, like the rune's something damaged of, off the rune? Yeah, it looks like it's been sort of, like, fused or something. The metal that the rune is sitting on looks damaged in some way. Okay. Um, yeah, I'd just sort of, like, pick at it. Yeah, it just flakes off. The rune? The metal that the rune oh, is. Oh, the metal flakes off. Yeah. Well, I'll keep picking. While everyone's talking about, like, yeah. things. So is the rune still there? Not anymore. He's, oh, yeah, cool, yeah. He's broken it. So, um, it was magic. We, we heard that Madrigal um, was involved in protective wards or defensive stuff? He was involved in upgrading their security, the, the defensive spells and stuff. Yeah. Because yeah. that would look to me like what, what Charlie's picking away at would look to me like a defensive oh. ward. Yeah, no, definitely I agree, but Charlie doesn't know magic and nobody else has seen uh, him picking off wall. Well, like, Skin is, Skin is looking at, like he's, he's got, to the, uh, got to the staircase, turned around and said, we good to go? Oh. Charlie's uh, like pulling the wall to bits like, what is this? Pick, pick, Charlie, pick. that uh, is a load-bearing structure. I doubt it. If it was load bearing, it would have fallen years ago. Look at it. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just crumbly masonry. Then, in which case, what do you have you found? Uh, there was a, a rune, I guess, but that fell off when I picked at it, and there was just some metal. Have I ever encountered anything like this before? 
Uh, no. When it fell off, did it However, fall off in whole or? No, no, like flaked. Oh, well, like you know when rusted metal. Yeah, it's. Could you draw it? Possibly. Mm-hmm. Automatic history check. So it's a, it's like an M with a T. Oh, Daddy twenty on the history check. Nice. Yep. Oh, I mean, I'll roll history. Which but makes it a twenty-two. Why are we rolling history? I don't know. Just, see if we know see the rune. Yeah, I'm just rolling history. Oh, you've never seen this rune before. Yeah. Cool. So Charlie would be like, twenty. Come on. You've never seen this rune. Would take it. He'd be like, is there like something that's not his finger that he can dip in the ink quill to sort of draw it? Because I don't want an ink stain on anything you have in your pack. Or possibly the possibly the some of the crumbly mason that you've masonry that you've no then with. there'll be masonry in it. I have a calligraphy set, I believe. So do I, but I don't want to use my good quill on metal. That's oh, just barbarism. Want to use one of my arrows? No, but he doesn't want. It. He doesn't have the thing. I don't want. I, basically, I don't want ink on my finger. I do. I just don't want ink on my finger because Charlie doesn't want to have an. Ink no, no. no so yeah. So use your quill to draw it on my hand. I won't damage a quill. <laughs> Charlie will get a bit of jerky out. <laughs> Dip it in the ink and start <laughs> calligraphying that thing so back we'll on. Waste of jerky. So on the on the surface underneath the back metal. onto the metal, yeah. Uh, well, the metal's just like falling apart. Oh, as the metal's do. falling apart. Yeah. yeah, it's not like the rune's falling off. It's the, the metal. Yeah, the metal. The metal is, is just as behind bad the as metal. metal. Uh, it's the same stone as before, but it actually looks a lot more, a lot more solid. Like it's not giving the moment you touch it. Okay, well, I mean, I might just put it on that metal, the yeah. stone then, I guess. Anyone who would like to roll an arcana check may roll an arcana check uh, if you are trained in casting. <clears throat> 16. <laughs> 19. Uh, that's enough. So you're pretty certain, both of you, now that you look at this wall, that this entire wall frontispiece has been magically created. It's a false wall that's mm-hmm. been put on here, but you're pretty certain that whoever put this false wall on put the wall on to obscure the metal behind. So it's probably some kind of like stone shape mm-hmm. or a spell or something along those lines, but that's that whole run of the wall. Hmm. And it does it look like it's bricks of stone or it's just one piece of stone. It's almost like it's been lifted from the ground. <clears throat> yeah, right. Um, cool. Uh, so uh, my feeling of this is that it's a, these are warding marks and copper is a conductive metal. Um, so it's interesting that the, the uh, warding marks are failing uh, or f- have failed and the copper is no longer doing its job, um, which means, hell, that's probably part of the reason this is happening. Charlie has it's probably going to be really insane. That penny that you got, that coin that you got... That no one can move. That no one can move when you whisper oh, into yeah. it. What was that made Well, of? I don't think I've got that yet. No, it's still at the... Whore. Yeah. Um, I, I wanted it. I asked for it. I don't have it yet. That's... that's. Uh, but the metal... Bar, the, the stone behind... Um, it's like... The, the, well, if this is a spell, that would be why it's degrading now that the warding has failed. It's only a very small part of this area that's actually got like that concrete cancer effect that we mentioned before that's actually starting to fail. But yeah, yeah, like, right. Okay, I thought that's why. I, that's yeah. what I was asking. Uh, the, the the rest of the place that we'd come down in. It looks that. pretty solid. Yeah, like the yeah. rest oh, of it okay, looks cool. solid, but it's like the closer you go to this hallway where you're heading right, down, right. it's starting to is degrade. it getting worse as we like? Does it not look- noticeably, but it is like okay. like you. It, it required a perception check to notice. Sure. Um, but like if you maybe brushed against it and maybe some of it would come off on your cloak well, or something. I was going to say when we head down. Charlie will sort of run a finger. Yeah, it's like it divots as we walk down, just yeah. to sort of because you know there'll hopefully be a point where I hit it where either the consistency will change, well the consistency will change, or it'll go solid it's like, again. Or, it's like running a finger along like dirt at points yeah. where it's just falling off, it's like chalky. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. 
<clears throat> Shall we proceed? Yes. Yeah. You go down the staircase and you enter into a larger room. It's about the same size as the entry that you came into when you first stepped into the vault. vault. It's a four-sided room and it has a staircase on the far side that leads down and reverses direction again. So it goes back the way you came, leading to pos- presumably the third level. And you notice that there are eight hallways, including your own, that offshoot from this that are presumably more vaults. Mm-hmm. There is this unnatural mist billowing up the staircase. It's, it's, it's only about as high as, like, your shin, mm-hmm. but it is, well, well, in Nezor's case, probably his waist. Um, hey. It is permeating this area. You can see figures walking through this mist and then just disappearing. Whereas before, up in the bullion room, where you sort of had to really look to see them, these are quite stark. Yeah. And, they, and they are more defined but they are, they are just different people doing different things. Some are repetitious. So you see a lot of people walking up and walking down, having arguments, discussing things. we hear them? No. Deadly silence. Do you recognise any clothing, any people? Uh, some of it's quite antiquated. Some of it is very, very recent. In fact, you see someone who uh, is wearing very contemporaneous clothing, leaning in and looking at something, and then just gets blown back and sort of leaves awake in this mist. And also he dissolves... As he gets thrown back. Do we see, like you said, people doing like repetitious stuff? Like if, if I guess the only way to find out is like if we waited long enough, would we see him come back? Uh, you're more than welcome to wait if you'd like. Do they appear to, they, they don't recognise us, don't interact with us? They're not interacting with all, they're not looking at you. They just seem to be sort of, not necessarily caught in a loop, but just, you're never quite sure if you see the same person twice, but you see a lot of the same repetition. We don't yeah, recognise that, anybody. Yeah. That, that was basically my question, not because I needed an answer, but because just, just it was interesting. It's quite a few halflings come in here, actually. Mm. That's one yeah. thing you can note. I would like to form a little experiment. Can I borrow, do you have, Nezor, a chicken wing? That's right. Nezo, you do not have a chicken wing. A what? You do not have a chicken wing. I didn't think so. I didn't think we'd gotten any food anywhere. You had that smorgasbord, but I imagine you would have eaten it by now because that was yesterday. Would would in my belt pouch be some sort of like rations that I have? Yeah. I I can give you the piece of jerky that's got the ink on it. Ah, perfect. Inky jerky. The only person who would like that is Charlie, may I have that piece of inky jerky? I mean, I was going to eat it later, but of course. Uh, Watching this exchange, Horace is like, beg, beg. <laughs> no, he's, he's not begging, but he is very, like, his head is moving. <laughs> I'm, okay, I'm, well, that's good to know. I'm going to take this off you for your own good, and I reach out with mage hand and take it, and I'm going to take it down into the middle of the room above the mist. You start to do that, and then mage hand starts to fail. It's like blinking in and out of existence, and then the jerky just drops into the mist and is lost. Oh, now it's all misty. I can't eat it with mist on it. Grosh um, would actually swoop after it Mm -hmm. and sort of circle it um, and do the downbeats of his wings um, disperse the mist in any way? It's not affecting the mist at all. Okay. Um, I feel like we could walk in it then. Yeah, well, uh, I would, my next, I say, I, I said, no, Hrosh, it was covered in ink. Let Charlie have it. <laughs> um. Yep, so there are there are two exits to your left, two exits to your right. One the way you came, one further down, about 40 foot to your right, and then there are obviously two straight ahead of you, and then the staircase that goes down. So is there one that looks like it would be the exit from the other, if we got Yeah, the left, one to your right. That's that one. Yeah. Okay, 40 feet that way. Yes. So the room is perhaps 40 feet wide all up? Yes. Right. 
And where is the downward, sorry? Uh, it is on the far side opposite you. There is a staircase that goes down to like a mid-level and then continues as one staircase down further beyond site. So two... St- yeah, so so think of it like a T-shape. Yeah. But it's uh, set, there is like there is like a small banister that runs around. It's halfling-sized. Does well, it's it? hazardous. Yeah. Also, this I'll have hazard. you know that that ink is from Erhart Squid. It's perfectly edible. Oh, very good. Um... Should have said. It's delicacy. Tastes good. Most definitely. Does it though? <laughs> you lied to me. <laughs> no, no, it most definitely does. It tastes like the oh, sea. Oh no, Earhart squid is delicious. Yeah, but the ink though. Yeah, yes. yeah. No, I don't believe you. Use it in, in dumplings. I don't you make, believe you. Make a fish stew uh, and then you use the ink think, in the dumplings. I think your vision is cloudy. I just love the fact that Charlie's giving out like recipe advice in the middle of the spooky, <laughs> spooky vault. I mean, I wouldn't expect an elven palate to understand. No, just because you like things that don't taste good. Casual racism. <laughs> Speciesism. <laughs> I just love the idea that, like, uh, yeah, in between the two of them, like, scared so like the elf and the, and the human having an argument in the heartfelt is standing between going, well, no, it is delicious, but let's carry on. <laughs> Ryland, back me up on this. Oh, it's delicious. Yes. I don't believe either of you. <laughs> uh, but no one's forcing you to eat it. Come on, let's go. Uh, and I walk into the mist. Charlie will be sort of looking down to see if he, <laughs> that jerk is still there. Yeah. I mean, you can look for it if you want to. I get to the mist and I immediately start to go, ah, I'd burn! Kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Unless it actually does burn, in which case I don't yeah, say. It, does, it doesn't burn, however. Does it interact? I say, ah, 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 and then I slowly sink down into it. Get the jerky while you're down there. <laughs> and then I come up with the jerky. <laughs> um, actually, while you're down there, you're getting, it's, it's. Um... Does it taste salty? <clears throat> oh, you ate my jerky, you No, barbarian. not the jerky, the mist. No, no. <laughs> oh, damn. I come up with the jerky in my mouth, like, Actually, I take it back. The ink squid is ugh, yuck. Um, so this is uh, this is a very familiar sensation. Actually, it's not too dissimilar to the sort of sensation that you got when you approached that column of stone huh. upstairs. You are starting to feel that <laughs> familiar, like standing outside of your body, almost sort of feeling like your life force is being drawn out. Huh. Um, but it is not as anywhere near as bad as what you had previously felt. You feel it, and it feels like it's everything. It's basically everything submerged by the mist, and a little bit above that is sort mm-hmm. of what you're getting the the um, oh, sensation. Oh, I definitely do from. the thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sure, but you're like, oh, <laughs> I, I, like I come back up and I go, oh, oh, I take that back. Sorry, I'm kidding, but also, oh, wow, that hurt. That that sucked. Yeah, you're feeling the joking. life draining from your balls. <laughs> that wasn't the, the, the mild amusement I derived from that was not worth. <laughs> uh, it is it is uh, uncomfortable, but not untenable. Mm. Mm. So um, I, I relay this information, sort of. You know how I get funny around those that the the uh, magical magical monolith thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that this this same sensation, but not as bad from the mist. Hmm. Charlie will split it... the jerky in half and give some to Abella. Uh, so what, you've you've walked into the mist as well? Mm, I toss it back to him. Okay, sure. Okay. Um, I'll step into the mist. You. I take the jerky. Uh, so yeah, it is an uncomfortable feeling stepping into this. Uh, you feel like the life is leaching out of your legs. I step back out of the mist. Yeah. Oh. And does it abate? Yes, but it takes a bit. It's like, uh, you know, is going into a fridge. Like, did, is she feeling it worse than I did? No way to tell, but you would assume that's probably for her first experience yeah. of that. Like, uh, oh, did you get it too? 
Yeah, that's not nice. No. I oh. didn't like that. Oh, I know. It could get much worse. <laughs> it's it's been far worse. Can I like just dip one foot in and just kind of assess how fast I think this draining is happening? Yeah, um, yeah. So you do that, and uh, it, the the effect is instantaneous, but it sits at a sort of like unpleasant level. It's like sticking. It's like putting your hand on bare ice, I guess, and just sort of letting it sit there. Like there is only so it is only so cold, but it is also only so unpleasant. Okay. I'm like, well, if we're gonna bare do this, <laughs> well, if we're bare gonna do <laughs> <laughs> this, is only oh, I've reached the pinnacle of unpleasantness. Thank God. <laughs> I think on my on my on my pain scale, that's like I'm actively being mauled by a bear. That's I've clearly missed the joke here. Bear eyes. Bear eyes. Right. You put your hands on bear, bear eyes, and the bear immediately. <laughs> <laughs> okay. She was like, oh, I'm giggling, and I'm like, did you what? What? And then she tried to explain bear it to me. Bear eyes. <laughs> Not bear eyes. <laughs> Guess who? <laughs> Guess who? He put his hands on my eyes again. Boo boo. All right, pull it back, guys. Okay, I I pull my foot out and say, well, if we're going to walk through this, I propose we walk through swiftly and with purpose. Oh, I am all for that. Where and none going? of you move. Yeah, I was like, Who's I walk back step? out. Oh, me and, and a on the staircase with them while we decide which of the staircases to go down. Presumably the far one. Well, there's only one staircase. The rest are hallways. Oh, okay. Me and Abella are currently like, I'm like. Uh, trying to like eat the jerky, eat it. How long do you take until she eats the jerky? Ten minutes. There you no, go. I'm kidding, not ten minutes. Eat the damn jerky. Well, because if it's, if it's more than like fifteen seconds, Frost is going to die for one of you. Yeah, no. Charlie yes. would be like, like, eat it, do it, and Frost is Frost would fly over to your shoulder, sort of swoop over, and then perch on your shoulder, and his head is doing the the bird thing. Charlie's is also doing <laughs> the bird thing. Like, don't you dare. That's a delicacy. Oh my god, fine. I break it in half and I give him the half without the squid ink and then I eat the squid ink. Matt, how does it taste? Tastes like you just put ink in your mouth. Gross. <laughs> Charlie's eating perfectly fine. Scared chuckles. <laughs> I imagine it would be like, you know, someone for the first time eating like caviar. Like, ah. I loved Gross. caviar the first time. Well, I don't know. I've never had something caviar. Something that's an acquired taste. Yeah. Something that is an acquired taste. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's you've just, you might as well have just Oh Uncorked a bottle I of had, ink I and chugged it. For the first time when I was eight. Yeah. <laughs> Am I posh, oh, Karen? Yeah. Is that- <laughs> yes, you definitely yes, are. Yes, you fucking are. <laughs> so, yeah, you step into this mist and, yeah, it is unpleasant, to say the least. You feel the life drain. Like, it's like, you know muscle fatigue? Yep. Well, Charlie would know muscle fatigue, but it's like yeah. that for, yep. for you. Like, thoroughly unpleasant. Um, oh, yes. And well, it's, you know. it's heading up to your knees at this point. Oh. Is it getting deeper? No, no, no. Like for Charlie, like the muscle fatigue, the ache, the feel. Like remember how I said, like below the, the below the fog, yeah. It felt or the mist. It felt bad, and then yeah. it was sort of creeping up a little bit. It's uh-huh. the same sensation. Like it's getting okay. towards your knees. Sure. Well, Charlie will. Like, shall we just keep on going? Yeah, Charlie will move, but sort of when when his knees and legs would like fill with acid and shit, it was yeah. just basically keep high step. Yeah. Well, if we're heading down, we should just keep heading. Oh, actually, down. Charlie will go. Oh, that's and pick up Nezor. Like, I was gonna suggest off a yeah. off a Nezor ride. I mean, if you're all feeling a bit strange, well, might as well, right? 
Generally, Charlie will have nails on his shoulder I, again. I, it's got a master blaster thing going on. Right I do try the gust again. I yep. say, uh, uh, directly in front of me with nobody in front of me. <laughs> okay. Uh, in this instance, um, it... Fucking thing. <laughs> it blasts forward at the same intensity that... Smaller you. creatures are pushed five foot, but medium or smaller creatures are pushed yeah. five foot back. There is this, like, howling gale that you extend forth magically. And uh, then the it's almost like it all just gets drawn into the mist and you can actually start to feel like you're, again, that sort of sensation you're feeling around your legs being pulled from your hand. Mm. But the mist does not... The, 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 the spell ends, it doesn't... Like, the moment it stops, the, that feeling dissipates, eggs and leaves. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that spell, it initially works and then just gets sucked in. And the mist does not affect it at all, Yo. doesn't it? I was like, okay, look, wow, that's interesting. Uh, keep keep Nezo out of it being a very magical one. Um and let's just proceed rapidly. Did that have a, did that have a uh, range on the... 30 feet. 30 feet? Uh, it only goes about 15. So, yeah, you make your way to the staircase. Again, it's it's like um, it's like dry ice, how it billows over an edge, uh-huh. except it's sort of in reverse, yep. coming from beneath. Coming yep. But it doesn't go any higher. Like, it, you're not... As you walk down the staircase, the mist stays pretty consistent height to the surface. So you're not, like, going into the mist. So sure. I've, I've seen... Um, scan do that and I'm just kind of like thinking and, and almost you know almost an arcana check but not actually doing an arcana check if you want um, any information yeah, <laughs> you yeah. have to do an arcana check well you, yeah. you can just talk about it and we'll see what well I was going to try can I press to digitate a uh, like musical notes at ground level or do, uh, press the digitation is allows you to create sound. Okay, yeah, you so, can. So can I do that and see what happens? Like, I assume it's a guitar sound? Yeah. Like, it's like the guitar string breaks halfway through the note. Okay, and so just, it sounds just, like the guitar string breaks or it just No, no, like, like as in like you do the note and then... Okay, so it's cut short. Yeah. Interesting. Um, it's just an anti-magic defense. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. It reduces the efficiency of mages, which means if mages come in to break into the vault, they're going to be less effective. Mm. Well, I'll do an arcana check just because it's it's interesting to see yeah. what I might know. Uh, that is 21. Not natural, but 21. 21? You are actually drawn to the pendant around your neck that was given to you by the um, bank manager that allowed you access to the vault. You're actually pretty certain that this this pendant is what's allowing your, you to even cast. Okay. You're not 100% certain if the, the, the mist is the thing that's responsible, though it seems to certainly be absorbing the magic. It's at least related to whatever would stop people. But as opposed to you not being able to cast at all, you're pretty certain that those pendants are allowing you to at least have some effect. We're okay. all wearing one, are we? Yes. You all get issued one. Um, Except re- Trosh, but... Does know. he relay that? Well, it's up to him. I, well, I, was up to, I was then going to, like, cast Mage Hand and see what happened when I cast Mage Hand. It would be much the same effect. The moment it kind of exits your immediate vicinity, it just sort of dissipates and gets sucked into the mist. So roughly that same 15-foot... Okay. So, guys, like, having anti-magic stuff here would make sense. I don't think the mist is is necessarily anti-magic, but I think it's it's helping. What I think is more important is these pendants seem to be counteracting that and letting us cast magic. Good. So, so don't don't lose those. Don't let any ghosts take those. Do you think the um, pendants are also limiting the effect of the life for sucking energy thing? Well, I don't know if that's directly related or not because I haven't felt it. Mm. Thanks to my man here. But... Silence, man horse. 
<laughs> Every time you hear that noise, just imagine someone flexing. Um, yeah, so I would I would imagine it's probably related. Mm. Um, and if we didn't have those, it could be much worse. I tuck mine into my jacket. Yeah, let's not lose them. Okay, so you go down this staircase, and you uh, it's, it's again, it's like a it's a smaller room. At the, at the base of this staircase and ahead of you is an archway that leads through like a small hallway about 20 feet and then opens up into a large circular room directly below roughly where you would have been walking. So this whole vault has sort of been weaving back and forth on itself and you can see there's actually an octagonal depression in the middle of this room mm-hmm. uh, and there are pillars. As you walk in, there are these like copper pillars sort of like they're very ornate looking they're almost like t- tree branches or twisted metal 24 of them ringed around this central area sort of like a viewing gallery i guess but there is actually it's like there's about 10 foot of movement and then these things that ring around this area and then another 10 foot of movement and then this depression which is about 30 foot wide and uh there is actually like a dual spiral staircase that goes down out of sight um, In, within the depression yeah within the depression okay. There are doors on the outside of this circular room. They're vaults. They're definitely high security, but they're not necessarily as important as the things that are possibly in this depression. Uh, The other thing that you note is that entering into this room is like walking into a Faraday cage. There are these metal strips just crisscrossing the walls and the floor everywhere. But this isn't the only thing that catches your eye. The rear half of this wall appears to have like this lodestone stuff that you've seen before just erupting right through it at a weird angle and you can see at points where it's hit this coppery material and actually sheared off almost like running cheese through a cheese grater in some places the metal is broken it's like there has been like a violent geological eruption and it's just kind of fucked up the room a bit all of you i can actually see like magic sort of arcing back and forth between this this stone and the the uh, copper, I guess, Faraday cage-esque strips. Mm. And you can also see that there are far more ghosts lined around this area. And they're, they're almost, it's almost like looking at translucent people at this point. Not so much. It's very similar to the ghosts that you saw mm-hmm. in the hallway. We got, we, we figured out a timeline for when this happened, didn't we? Yes. And it didn't necessarily interact with what we did in uh, Orim. Uh, it was around the same time that the, uh, the Aurora... Aurora raced across the sky. That's right. Nezor, this is a deja vu effect for you. You've been here before. It takes you a moment, and then you're immediately taken back to that dream that you had. Yeah, the lake. The lake wasn't octagonal, though. No, but if you could, like, almost interpose the two things over each other, these these shapes suddenly become trees, this central depression suddenly becomes, like, the The, Whatever the thing was. Yeah. Yeah. With the okay, and it's that moment that sort of just triggers that, for you. That was the night of the aurora, wasn't it? Nezor, you have a moment where your vision seems to splinter and reform, showing the true reality of this place. And unbeknownst to the others, you can see floating about two feet above the lip of this depression a black-winged angel serenely standing, waiting. She clasps a scythe and a black iron lantern.
Thank you for listening to this episode of There Be Dragons. I am your Dungeon Master Matthew, and Abella de Rosier was played by Angela Leda Kay. Charlie Roughhouse was played by Tristan Doust. Nezor Valgoulis is played by Tom Moore, who also acts as our sound recordist. Ryland Westfall is played by Karen Schlink, and Scan Felsbar is played by Joshua Walker. If you're interested in supporting the podcast, please consider checking out our Patreon at patreon.com slash therebedragons for additional material and content. You can also check out our website at therebedragonscast.com. There Be Dragons is produced and edited by Matthew Buss. There Be Dragons' original score is composed by Sean Tanian. You can find more of his work at seantanianmusic.com. There Be Dragons' art is produced by Brianna Manning. That's it for this episode. Thanks for listening.